podcast this is where we do live weekly recaps of mtv's the challenge we are currently recapping oh my god i always want to say war of the worlds we're currently (laughs) recapping total madness we also have been doing some survivor content so we'll come out with a uh end of the season recap for you guys very very soon maybe this weekend we'll see and we'll let you guys know about that i'm shawnee suisa this is my awesome co-host zach calhoun zach say hello to the people a new king has been crowned on the challenge. And we oh, are here God. to talk all about it. I'm so excited. I am so not excited to hear that thought on this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. People you guys, have been waiting all day. Like, people are hitting me up. People are people are like, dude, what do you, what are you gonna say on oh, the show they're waiting after this? Everybody just knows. Like they I feel like I should have some music queued up to, to coronate Nelson. Um but what well, I mean, what kind of guys are you? Are you surprised? All I've done is spit facts to everyone. It's like people are surprised when the shit I say just comes to pass. But it's and not I, that. I, I, I it's don't not even that. Know. Cra- it's not like that. Cra- it's not like you called something that's insane. It's like Nelson beat Bear in a pole wrestle. Whoa! Do you know what I mean? You didn't like call these crazy odds. Like, oh my god! Look, I'm just gonna say, Bear does have elimination wins over Wes and Leroy. So. Depends yeah. on how you feel you know, about the transitive property as it applies to. Oh God! You know, you know how um, um, it's kind of funny. I mean, it's all sort of karma, if you will. How Bear lost pretty much because his headspace was so shit because he was blindsided in the exact same way that Wes lost because mm-hmm. his headspace was so shit. So we saw it all come full circle, which was pretty awesome to see, at least in that way. But I was sad to be. Uh, saying bye to Bear because we say bye to so much entertainment when we say bye to Bear. You know, it's like the fans lose also. Yeah, Nelly won, but we lost a little bit, you know? We all lost a little bit. And that's kind of sad to me. We won't get any more fire extinguisher uh, scenes. We won't get any more, you know, pursuance of Kayla. I mean, it, he was great this season. I'm, I'm sad to see him go. But before we get started, I want to talk about something that happened to me this week because Shawnee got into beef with some fucking Challenge Tea page, some loser wow. ass Challenge Tea Instagram page. Like these Insta pages think they're the absolute shit. It's just like, relax, dude. Do you know Which what I mean? Which one was it? Or do you not want to give oh. them like the, the press? Oh, no, no. I'll give them the press. I couldn't give a shit. It was Challenge Tea with like two, two E's or two A's or whatever, whatever that fucking mm. one was. Um, and they actually blocked me. But uh, before they blocked me, did I managed block, to get... Did they block Saniac? No, they blocked me. They don't even know that I am <laughs> Saniac, I don't think. But I shared it to the Saniac. I shared it to the Saniac story. If you guys didn't see the post mm-hmm. that I shared this weekend, it was about a soft new quote-unquote fucking haircut, all right? Yeah. And they just posted it without zero context. Asaf has what's called payut in Judaism. And those are the little curly things that you see on the side of a lot of the men's faces. It's uh, it's a tradition in some sects of Judaism. Um, a lot of people where my mom and my sister and my aunt live in Israel, they have those. It's, like, really, really common there. My little nephew who just was born will probably have them. He's going to be so cute with them. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, Asaf does that. And he also wears tzitzit, with our, which are those little strings that hang off of his clothing, which are also symbolic to Judaism. And for me, it's really cool to see somebody who is obviously 
in the like influencer circle and in that sort of sphere of of media people portraying that and representing that part of Judaism. I think that there's a lot of uh, or a lack of representation in this area. So for me to see a soft doing it, I really like that. Um, and anyways, that challenge T page decided to put up a picture of him and they were like a soft new haircut quote unquote what they called it uh and then you end up going to the comments and there's all these horrible comments people are like cringe uh so we're not supposed to comment uh because uh, on a whack-ass haircut because it's religious da, da, da. and somebody put out a comment that was really fucking spot on which was if somebody was wearing a hijab nobody would be commenting on that and calling it cringe or calling it a whack-ass hairdo or whatever fucking shit that they want to call it, right? And that's the thing is like, that's something that's so important to me. And I think that it was really gross. And I just put down a comment in the page. I was like, let's see if I can find what I wrote. I wrote, hey, at Challenge T, why not update the description explaining that this is a religious haircut instead of allowing a nonstop stream of anti-Semitism to roll through the comments? Because people weren't stopping once they were being informed. They were just continuing. And the Challenge T page was also instigating a lot of it, telling people who were trying to educate commenters that, well, it's not their fault. They didn't know. And they were just allowing everybody to keep going on and on and on. And it was just so stupid it's like dude you run this page just update description and make make sure people are aware of what's going on here so you don't have a bunch of hate spewed on there anyways challenge t page did not appreciate my comment and they responded at shawnee suisa hey why not leave me the f alone i've never seen you in the comments Ooh. asking me to update shit when people are being racist homophobic etc i asked multiple people informed and everyone has eyes to read now move along 100 now i responded Aren't you just a ray of sunshine? I'm not in the comments because I don't frequent your page. I don't even follow them. This post got sent to me by a fellow soft fan, and I was shocked at the comments. Just a friendly suggestion. I recommend updating descriptions when there is other racism and homophobia going on in your comments as well. Because if I had seen that, I probably would have suggested that same exact thing. Uh, and so she blocked me, or they blocked me, right after that happened, which is just so stupid. Like, that's not a reason to block someone off a page. And it just shows the immaturity of a lot of these fucking pages. You know, this yeah. this person is clearly trash. Like it wasn't like I was coming at them in some sort of way, blaming them for what was going on. I was literally suggesting why not update the description? It would help and people would be able to see it and then they wouldn't have to go through all the comments. And also you would spare yourself the I guess the emotional responsibility of like allowing that to happen on your page. If that shit was yeah. going down on Saniac, I would obviously do that. And I wouldn't be offended if somebody suggested it either, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's one thing to just miss it as an oversight, you mm. know, on their end at first, but the way that they respond to you and obviously the way that they feel about it, um, wow. Yeah. It's and, not a good look. And the way that they responded to the other comments as well was just so shitty. I was like, whoa, this is just insane. Like, how is this person answering like this? I don't yeah. know, from a PR perspective, too, like that's not smart that's not the way to go about no, this shit that's so really man that's a that's a bad look and i mean this is just what we're dealing with in the fan base right now there's just there's intolerance there's mm -hmm. ignorance um you know I'm, it's a I'm, plenty I'm, yeah apparently on you know on king nelson's instagram story he's talking about you've got all the usual people in his dms telling him to go kill himself and do all kinds of things that you can imagine and it's just like wow yeah what the fuck is wrong with you guys what is wrong with people honestly i will never understand the go kill yourself to the cast members thing like i just don't yeah that to me is so incomprehensible it's ridiculous but and honestly really ridiculous. i don't think it's the more that i see people delving into 
you know, because a very big thing right now, and Dee talked about it in our interview with her, is like when you try and troll someone online and you try and spew that kind of shit, now we're at a point where the people that you're trolling, they will look into you. Like, they'll find out who mm. you are. They, they might just straight up dox you. Yep. And every time I see people that are saying that stuff to someone and they get their identity revealed, it's always like someone who's older than you would expect. It's someone who's maybe married. Or someone who's really no. young, which is crazy. Well, but that's the thing, though. I would expect it mostly to be young, ignorant kids, to be yeah. like, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15-year-olds. But it's it's not as much as you would think. There, there really is are a lot of people that I would deem to be, like, adults, like, above college-age people telling, you know, reality contestants to go kill themselves. And there's this whole thing, oh, my God, I saw it on the challenge, on one of the challenge pages today of Fessy sent out a tweet just the most innocuous, innocent tweet, like, you know, you guys saw what I did down there, don't fuck with me. <laughs> and somebody po somebody was so offended. Well, I shouldn't say somebody, multiple people were so offended. Why? Well, like, about what? Cocky piece of this cocky piece of shit. Like, how dare you? It's just weird. What? It's just so weird. It's people weird. See, oh God, see, but that's like, why I think there's such a like I love doing the podcast on video for this major reason because I feel like it allows people to actually see us and we take mm -hmm. full responsibility for the things that we say. So when we fuck up, we fuck up entirely, you know, like people know who we are. They've seen us every single week on camera like there's no running from that. And I feel like that is such a big difference to some of these fucking Instagram pages where they're releasing, you know, juice and gossip and whatever other stupid shit. And they're hiding behind that handle. They don't have their photos anywhere. Nobody knows who they are. And I feel like that's mm -hmm. such a cop out. You know, it's just a cop out. And the same shit is happening right now in that MTV uh, anonymous group. There was like that post that was sent to Hannah, which was horrendous. Yeah, it was like a super racist fucking anonymous because you can post anonymously and somebody put up some shit that was crazy i was like are you out of your mind like who here's do, the thing who do you think you are most of the people in that group like i'm pretty well aware there's not like a, su a super ton of people in that group that are like flying under the radar for the most people you for the most part i know most of the names of the people who are in that group because mm. they're all usually very interactive yeah so that's the craziest part is that somebody submitted that to her and it's like I'm like looking around like it's a, a murder mystery. And I'm like, which one of you fuckers said that? Who did that? Who typed it in the yeah. dining room and sent it to Hannah? No, it's true. And, it's, and, it's, yeah, it's fucking and, nuts. Uh, you also have, to, it's like a, it's a smaller group, you know, it's more intimate too. I mean, it's, it's a bit crazy to think that there's that much darkness inside someone to go and do that. Cause I just could never, also the thing that's crazier to me is when people go on their own personal Instagrams and then comment on the cast pages so people can see them. It's like their personal accounts, whatever. And mm. they say horrible shit. Like, what have you done to your face? I can't believe you look like that. Da 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 da. Yeah. And it's like, that's your you're representing yourself right now. Like you're, you're literally putting that out there. How are you comfortable having those words out there? marked forever that you said to someone else what the fuck do you know what i mean my god yeah and this is this is a problem that extends to all arenas uh in in life and i'm sure we can all relate is that there's some people who they just don't know they don't know how to talk shit right they don't know <laughs> to have, how to have like a personality and not say shit that's like so blatantly offensive mm. when i was growing up as you guys might imagine i was a very disruptive student in school ah, same you might have classified me under the under the Same. class clown billing we're like twins right? that we're like twins I know. 
But I was I was never just like this stereotypical dumbass, you know, ruining everyone's day. I would at least have some flair about it, you know? I wasn't just doing shit to like try and force a laugh. I was really entertaining myself by asking really off-base shit, right? And and that just evolved and that evolves into the personality that I have, I think when when I'm on the Facebook groups mm. because like I may I may say inflammatory things, but they're not offensive, and they're also I try to root them in some kind of logic where it's like, are if you're really thinking about it, oh, well, I guess I can see where he's coming from. I'm not, like, it's just really dumb to just say, you know, fuck you, fight me, pussy, like. What? Come on. Like, it's internet, guys. It's internet. That's also a lot of the posts that don't get approved and people get confused why. It's because it's shit like that. It's like, oh, I fucking hate that person or come get me, like, at me. That person sucks, whatever. Like, that shit happens. Those posts go through all the time. And that's that's the stuff that's not getting approved. So if you're wondering, that's probably one of the reasons. But Yeah, I I don't really have a lot of respect for lack of creativity. But you you want to know what I will say, though? Something positive about the fans, you guys? since we always pretty much just talk shit about everybody <laughs> instead, is that the Tory <laughs> fans, when Tory lost, really came out the closet. Like, I oh, I haven't man. seen them for a long time. I didn't even know that they still existed. I thought I was alone here in my little, like, Tory fan shelter. But they were all <laughs> out in full numbers, and people were super reasonable about it. Obviously, there was a ton of hate still, you know, really stupid shit um, being dropped, particularly on the podcast episode of hers that I, that I posted. But like I would say 80% was actually good. And it wasn't even just Tory fans. It was like, listen, credit to both of them, great elimination. And it was really recognizing that. And I think that was a a step up from what I've seen with a lot of the other results, you know, definitely a step up from Rogan and Jay's elimination shit talk that happened after. Yeah. uh, I agree with that. That was honestly like in the four years that I've uh, been on challenge fans, that was that was like the low point was the broken J thing. I agree with that. But, you know, we're sitting here talking about eliminations. So we should talk about... <laughs> we have coronated a new elimination king. Oh, my God. He's 9-1 and one <laughs> because I don't count redemption to and- anyone's record, and neither should you because redemption is stupid. I he was 9-1. and one. He is 9-1. and one, Damn, Nelly. And some... You may see some people saying nine and two. That's fine. I just don't respect that. I think re- I think redemption does not count on anyone's record. I especially think redemption is stupid when you have twenty seven redemption battles in one season, and in all the battles, everyone has a uniform elimination across the board, except the one time that Nelson's team goes up against Johnny's team, and all of a sudden it's completely different yeah. from the game that the other team played. No, I I, I don't. I, I think we both agree that. the format of that season was horrendous, and we're definitely not going to credit. Uh, we're not going to credit a lot of those eliminations and redemption elimination comebacks. Travis, that that was the American Gladiators theme song. Good pickup. Everybody knows that I love that show, and everybody knows that I love my boy, Nelly T. Let's talk about him. Another uh. dominant physical victory. Nine and one. He's unbelievable. You can't beat him, whether it's flaming soccer but balls, he is annoying. whether it's you pole have to, wrestle. You have to admit, he's like where, annoying to watch. <laughs> oh, he's, so he's the annoying. best. He's so... <laughs> entertaining to watch this season okay i've got so i've got so many places i want to start with this first of all kayla i'm looking right at you you came on our show before we interviewed yeah whoa i'm gonna i'm backing kayla this episode so i had respect for you kayla Mm. i still respect Mm -hmm. you but i'm not gonna sit here any longer and tolerate you trying to call out my boy nelson thomas and question his level of intelligence Um, kayla all i'm gonna say is 
you're not the sharpest tool in the shed yourself. I still respect you as a woman and as a person and as, you know, just a cool person that Kayla I spoke to. Kayla is so much smarter than Nelson. Has she ever stop it. even no, we're created? Not getting into that. Has she I'm ever, not comparing IQs. I'm just saying, Kayla. <laughs> oh, okay. Kayla, it's not a great look when <laughs> Kayla is saying, <laughs> when, you know, three days after the fact, after it happens, uh, Kayla's going, you know, Nelson wants me to save him after he attacked me viciously yeah. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. A couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, what do you mean? What? Why? Wh- what are you talking in the chal- about, Kayla? In the challenge house, if you're voting for someone, any little reason to vote someone in is a perfect excuse to vote them in. Why would you want to create targets and enemies hey, with Kayla, other people when somebody's already created an enemy with you? I think it's an absolutely perfect strategy and rationalization from Kayla's end. I am with her 100% on this one. I don't want to make an enemy with a person who can't be beaten. I don't want to make an enemy. Oh, it, Nelson can be beaten, didn't he? Why? Why he would I want to make the I Terminator? I, had, my I had enemy. to like think about that. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Nelson has lost once before, so what do you mean he can't be beat? According to your, even according to your own stats, Nelson is lost. So I'm confused. That was that was a long, long time ago, Shani. All right, and, and in as everybody knows in the challenge world, once a certain amount of time was has it? passed, it's like that season doesn't even exist. Was anymore. it that long ago? Like wasn't it just a few years ago? It wasn't. Oh that my god, Rivals long ago. Three. Do you know how much has happened in Wait, our actually, lives yeah, since Rivals 2016? Is, <laughs> Rivals Three is a while ago. Rivals Three. Is oh a while. my god, guys, I could take you through a full soap Wait, opera. Of that my was in life 2016. Can you think about how? Yeah, 2016. That's only four years. How many seasons has been in between Rivals Three and now? That was season 28. It's been almost 10 seasons. That's actually crazy. I know. That's actually insane. The um, listen, I think the audacity of Nelson to think that. He would even not get called out after all the shit he's pulled. I mean, come on. You have to admit, even you would expect yeah, to Nelson get... was right. Kyle's a little snake. Uh, Nelson would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for Kyle. Since when is Kyle not a snake? Like, who's who's saying that he isn't? Nelson's like this, oh, revolutionary moment. Kyle is a snake. He's been a snake every season he's been on. It's part of his game. And it's also like a bit Look, I'm just going to tell you... <laughs> There's very few people that can come at my my guy Nelson Thomas at this point on this season, the hero of the season. There's I'm looking right at the, the camera. Hero. There's very few people. Very the few hero. people who can come for Nelson this wow. season and get away with it in my book. Wow. Melissa, I love you. So you're yeah. Melissa gets a pass from you me. You gotta give Melissa a pass. I love Melissa Reeves. She gets a pass. I, <laughs> but only Melissa. I, knew you were gonna I say don't that. have and Corey, let me tell you something, Corey. You're standing, and Zach Cooper's not going to like this. He might stop messaging Well, me. I love Corey, so and Zach Cooper, you can like me. me. Me and Coop, we've been in, like, the Nelson war room for the last couple <laughs> weeks. Let me tell you something, okay? Corey, you better start sticking up for your boy, because I don't like what you're doing. How can you you're stand throwing by him under that? The bus. You can't okay? stand no, by no, no, that. No, no, Corey, no. Corey's trying to get to the uh... side and act like... He's better than Nelson. But Corey, he is. You want to act absolutely like... Been no, acting, no, you but know what, Shani? Let me, you know, just, just let me cut this promo. You let me talk this shit I got to talk. Corey... I know you got 1.3 million followers on Instagram. I know you're on Teen Mom. I know you got a baby girl. I'm a father myself. But, Corey, if you don't stand by your man, Nelson Thomas, don't forget who got you to the dance, my friend. Wait. Okay? Don't forget the lessons that Nelson has taught you on how to kick a soccer ball (laughs) and how to be a man. Wasn't it Corey that was cheering for Nelson when he was down there in purgatory? 
Because he knew, he's like, oh shit, if I get on Nelson's bad side, he's going to whoop my ass right out of the game oh, again. Oh, I'm sure that's exactly what he was thinking. All right, you guys, let's start this from... The- Johnny, <laughs> make sure you cut that let's- clip. I'll cut that clip. Cut that clip and post yeah, that. Yeah, I'll post that. Don't worry. I'll get Corey riled up. That's promo work right there. I didn't realize he had 1.3 yeah. million followers. Honestly, might as well up to Corey for that. That's a fucking big accomplishment. He's probably rank. Sometimes, guys, bank. you just got to come in here. You got to grab the mic. And you got to get... Your points across. Guys, I'm cutting a okay. quick promo before we go on, and we're going to start from the top of the episode. Uh, this is a suit from the BOD Jumpsuits. They're fantastic. You should all check oh, them out. Oh, that's a pantsuit. Yeah, it is a pantsuit. They're so comfortable. They've got pockets. They have matching masks that you can get as well. So check them out on Instagram at the bo.d. You'll love them. All right, let's start from... That's kind of like um, what Parvati wore on, on Survivor this it season. It actually she, is, she and Parv was looking good on Survivor this season. Yes, she was. Um, oh, I have a quick promotion. Oh. I have a quick promo. Got a promo. Okay. Uh, not like what I just did. I want to promote someone else's brand. Ooh. Everyone who is involved in the Challenge Facebook community should check out Zach Cooper's new page. Oh challenge eliminations and finals oh what is that um where he is posting clips he's going like season by season posting clips of eliminations posting clips of finals Hell yeah uh it's part of my morning routine i wake up i check what, what you know i check what greg's posted on challenge maniacs then i check zach's page he's on gauntlet three right now one of my top five favorite seasons for anyone that watched our top 10 or listened to our top 10 <laughs> seasons episode so i got to relive tory hall the queen whooping melinda's ass Right out of the game. See you, Melinda. We all know the better Tories deal. With the we queen. all know the better Tories deal. But yeah, that is actually really cool. I need to join that group. I don't think I um Zach invite me. Okay, so let's start from the top. <laughs> uh, Greg, I'm wearing Old Navy right now. Are you? Um, was th- Greg wanted to know what what I was wearing. What he's what he's sporting. Yeah, we we should go through our outfits before we start every episode. Just what we're wearing, you know, like the celebs do on the red carpet. Michael, if you want to see me wearing some fancy clothes, you know, just keep an eye on uh, keep an eye on social media. There might be yes. might be a special video dropping. soon. There might be a very fun video dropping soon. Oh, cor- that's the tea according on to that. Zach Cooper, I'm already in the group. See, this is when you know that you're in too many groups. <laughs> this is when you know when you don't even know what groups you're in. Yeah, that's fair. But I, I kind of have a tier list, and I'm not going to reveal it. But I have a tier Whoa. listing in my head of like, okay, these are, you know, these are the groups I make sure a to keep tier a tier list. Eye on. Okay, okay, yeah. maybe we should do a ranking of that one day. Maybe, maybe. Um, all right, guys, let's start from the top of the episode. So this is where we get the Holy Trinity. They're celebrating Zach's uh, Jenna's win. Super excited. They're all very happy. We see Anissa dancing through the glass. Zach, I don't know how you feel about Anissa this episode, but I think I was a little harsh on her last episode. I actually really liked her this episode. I thought we saw more of her. I thought we saw. She was the worst. my ears. She was the worst person on this episode. Okay, whoa. The worst? How is that even possible? I thought we saw a more lighthearted version. Come on, brother. A more lighthearted version of Anissa. We saw her dancing. You got this, brother. We saw her laughing. I, I love you, brother. Shut up. So she likes Anissa, to call come her brother. On, girl. What's your issue? Oh, my God. It's, oh, it's very disingenuous. You don't even know if that's true, though. I actually think she's really genuine. I just think she goes about things in one of those, like, very, like, savior type ways. But, you know, mm-hmm. she actually is aware of that because I was watching very briefly a bit of her, like, live video. And I caught, <clears throat> I caught the part where she talks about how she just is like a savior type and she just always sort of has that um, characteristic in her and that she just always wants to like rescue people and things like that. So, you know what? I think I think at least she's aware of run, it. Erlene uh, is, look. Yeah, I'm with Erlene. Maybe I'm a stan, maybe I'm not. 
You have to keep finding ways to reinvent yourself. But look, this is all I'm going to say about Anissa. She runs the same act with everyone, okay? Like, if you've played if you've played orgs before, if you've played challenge orgs or Big Brother oh. orgs, there's certain people that play those games where they have, like, 20 good friends, right? And they run the same act with all of them. They run this, that's, oh, I'm there for you. Exactly I talk to you my every game. day. It's like a bunch of Anissas. And I don't so roll So Zach like is that. calling me an Anissa is what he's trying to say. That's ex- uh, you you were a bit of a virtual Anissa, never to That's me. That's absolutely of course, how but, I played uh, the game. Others. Yeah, of course not to you. That would be mm. weird. All right, then we have. I am kind of amped up. I had a really long day, guys. <laughs> I pretty much worked. Shani keeps trying to start the episode, and I'm just like, I'm just laying on my couch over here, getting it all out. Oh, there's a nice bird over there. I literally worked up until this Did started. You? I, I, I've been I, working like I a maniac too. I've honestly day. been working yeah, like, like curry. It's been a long, long ass day. I look like shit. I feel all right. Um, so you know, we'll do what we gotta you do. You know, you don't look as bad as you usually do. I think we've both had a glow up since season one. <laughs> That's for sure. Oh my god, I, I'm I'm really starting to miss like barber shops being open. I'm struggling. Yeah, I feel like you know here. what? This is honestly great though because finally the guys when they're always complaining about girls like oh doing their makeup and da na what do you look like <laughs> under that? I have to take you swimming on a first date. <laughs> Stupid ass shit. Well now you're all suffering without your fucking barber shop. So now we can see what you look like without getting you a are. freaking haircut every month. So you know what? We all have our sticks. We all have our sticks. How many Red Bulls did Zach drink before this? Uh, Zach. Mm. I'm, I, might, I might pick up a Red Bull after this. That, that, now you're getting I really want. I, I don't always drink Red Bull, but sometimes. I'm I dying do. to make a vegan shepherd's pie after this. We just have so many potatoes, and I need that crispy potato top. Oof. Mm. I need mm. that crispy potato top, you guys. I just mm. need it. You're, you're, like, you're like Special Agent Phil Shepard. He loved that crispy. Mm. That's oh, <laughs> Boston Rob. He always gets that crispy rice, but you know, special agent wants some of the crispy too. <laughs> you are obsessed with him, and he's not even that good. His game. He had COVID. Oh, he, he just got shut over the COVID. Fuck up. Shut yeah. up. Are you kidding me? No mm-hmm. way. Not Phil Shepard had Damn. COVID, and all of the all of the comments, all of the responses in the comment section were like, "Philip always looking for attention. What an idiot!" Like. You had fucking COVID. Shut up. That's what people said. I'm dead that serious. That is crazy. Yo, that's actually insane. I don't know how people come up with this shit. You can't make it up. You can't make it up. Yeah. Oh, someone just followed me on Instagram and shot me a message. I, uh, I, I bet they're watching right I, now. I think they like the promo exactly I was so popular. All right. I made donuts the other day. <laughs> Shelling is mentioning that. Uh, fucking bomb, these chocolate donuts. I've been making regular donuts, like cinnamon sugar donuts for uh, most of the quarantine but then i switched to chocolate and they were so good and vegan and very little sugar Mm -hmm. um all right guys let's get into the episode zach shut up all right don't start anything all right okay so then we have kayla and bear we finally see the kayla on bear's lap scene that we've seen in every single promo for the season leading up to this so we get that moment then i also want to talk did you see bear's rant to the police that video, it's fucking hilarious. Did you? Yeah. Oh my god! If you guys yeah. have not seen this video, you have to watch it. It's so funny. It's Bear talking to a bunch of, might I add, super fucking hot cops. Okay, like model <laughs> cops, model <laughs> cops, and he's basically just saying how his girlfriend slept with somebody else. Would they be mad if his girlfriend, uh, if their girlfriend slept with somebody and lied about it and da da da? And it's just hilarious to watch. 
bear being cheated on like i don't even know if he actually cares but it's a fucking funny video everybody should check that out i think it's in one of the groups um michael just asked a great question <laughs> who has more followers? I, I don't know the answer but i'm assuming it's probably i don't shiny. think that's true because i have a very limited in i only started like posting recently what do you you weren't yeah you weren't really like down with instagram for a while uh, but you um you have your instagram stories which I'm sure oh is i do have more followers than you which is actually insane to me yeah. Eh, what can you do, guys? I mean, you're 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 also you know you're also a, a, a female. They they tend to uh, they tend to pull you know females who really know what they're doing when they're posting on Instagram I've, tend to pull in a good follower. I mean, count maybe I've I've only gone up like twenty followers with my Insta stories for right now, but it's all people who are like should have been following me anyways. You know, my good friends who just didn't know I was you, on. Would Instagram. you say at least like? At least like twenty five percent of your followers are creeps, though, right? They they try and jump in your. No, because I didn't like accept everyone for a long time. It was mm. like uh, I would only because yeah. I didn't I didn't uh, want my, that many people. Public. Yeah, I didn't want that many people on my. Oh no, mine's definitely not public. Because then you get so much shit on there, which is what I wanted to keep out. But I have been accepting everyone now because since we've been promoting it, I am. I don't want to like I, admit, I don't yeah. want to like block a Saniac fan, so I can't. You know, I I don't know. I don't know who's gonna be it. Well, I'm public because how am I how am I supposed to draw the notice of of CBS casting and 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 uh, MTV casting if they can't just look at my shit to begin with? I just got to get that follow. I'm like Nehemiah, man. I got to get those. Yo, followers everybody up. follow Big T. Ridiculous. She only has 15k followers. Actually, crazy. Yep. People need to be following her. She's so funny, especially after this episode. Big Big T fan. Oh my god. Okay, let's go into the daily challenge. We start the challenge right away. Obviously, we're getting back into a normal rhythm here with a challenge and elimination per episode. Thank you. Thank you for resorting that MTV. Uh, they When they first walked in, I don't know if anybody else noticed this, but it looked like the set of one of those shooting video games. You know, like one of the... One of the shooting games or one of the skate park games. You know what I'm talking about when they're walking through right before... I, mean, I guess it looked like the warehouse from No, Tony but Hawk not even not one. even the... Not Possibly even the warehouse. It was outside too. before they walked in, and they sh and they showed the area. It looked like all these buildings. Oh, it looked like I mean, it really looked like a video game set. A little time crisis. Three. Yeah, I don't know any video games. I just know that it looked like. That. I don't know any video games. That's like saying like I don't like cereal or. Okay, I know like you know I don't I like know the shooting ones. I know like FIFA and Mario, and and company. Okay. You know what I mean. We'll just yeah, we'll right just we'll just this is not my this is why we don't stream on Twitch, guys. All right. This is why we don't stream <laughs> on Twitch. Okay, so uh the challenge. It's called decontamination. First of all, they're competing as individuals, which is a fucking huge factor. Behind TJ, there's a giant room with a bunch of foam inside. He says it's hazardous material, but that was just obviously a joke. Uh, when TJ says go, they have to race through the foam to the back of the room and look through the plexiglass to see flashing lights. These flashing lights are colored and they're all sequential. They have to remember the sequence and bring it back, uh, bring it back in their head with them to their little poles where they have to stack up colored discs in the exact same order. And there's like a fucking bunch of discs. I mean, this stack was pretty high. Um, the first man and woman become the first two members of the tribunal. And then obviously they're going to pick somebody else to join them. Now, this is where TJ announces that it's a double elimination week. And I, I don't know why when I saw this in the preview for last week, I had no idea it was going to be two guys going into elimination. That just never even crossed my mind. That was like a twist for me. I really had, yeah. I thought it was going to be a girl's day and a guy's day. So when he announced that it was going to be two guys going in, I was like, all right, nuts. Um, so anyways, double elimination. Now everybody's sort of amped up 
And Bear makes a hilarious comment. Obviously, he's so fucking funny. I'm going to miss his commentary. And he goes, let everyone else have their red skulls. I'm good for now. I don't want to leave here. And then he starts talking about Kayla. Him and Kayla are cute, guys. Like, that's a cute little fling. Obviously, not. there's no longevity there. But that's fucking cute. Zach, please. Come on, dude. Zach, please. That's cute. Look, I, I don't want to keep railing on Kayla, but she's What's your... very crazy. No, she isn't. You know what it is? It's because Nelson doesn't like her, so therefore you don't like her. You're literally such a stan. You well, guys, SOS. I mean, she, like, her, her confessionals are very fake. Ve- very fake. Like, her, anything having to do with Bear. Oh, I, 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 I can't believe I'm even saying this. It's like she's trying to remember her what? lines. I fake. don't get that same read. Do you think Kayla's confessionals would be better if Anissa was standing outside the booth going, you got this, brother? <laughs> I, I love you, brother. Oh, my God. I don't know, but I think my confessionals would be better if I had that happening. That's fucking hilarious. I love that part. You know what it reminded me of? In Top Chef Canada, I think it was season, like, whatever the fuck, this one uh, contestant, she was the last girl with, like, four guys remaining, and she would always say brother, and she had this accent, and she'd be like, thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. And it was just so fucking funny. (laughs) We're going to lose, like, a lot. We're going to lose viewers because of me. I can see I, there's unrest in the comment section. People aren't liking this. Zach, why do you think we lose viewers on a regular basis? Do you think it's ever because of me? I doubt <laughs> it. You guys, tell me it's not because of me. Mm, well, <laughs> you're the one getting banned from T pages. Like, oh, I, dude, if I knew that, if I knew that we were allowed to get saucy with people online, like, do you know how do you know how much uh, I've been <laughs> trying to throw shade at Maddie on Twitter? And I and I wait. Just did can't. you guys did you guys catch that comment that Zach made on a cha- you Zach that made on a challenge fan page where you're like, I'm not going to comment on this uh, Tory post because we want to have her on the show. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, after everything you've said on the podcast, just one comment is going to help. Good, good. Great. Every time, every time I see Maddie on Twitter, like, are you guys ready for tonight's episode? I just want to be like, are you on this season? Oh my God. It was so funny watching her tonight. Cause she was like, I, I've been playing under the radar and I'm like, oh, that's intentional. <laughs> like we haven't seen her at okay, all. Okay. So this, uh, this daily, let's see how well you know me. Let's see if you know I... me at all. Did I like this daily or did I hate this daily? I'm nervous, you guys. What if I answer wrong? I think you liked this daily. I I liked this daily. I didn't like how it was set up with the heats, but I liked the daily. If that makes sense. That is correct. That's right where <laughs> nice. I'm at. I loved the concept of this daily. It looked so fun. <sighs> it looked so cool. And at the same time, it, there was still a challenging part to it. The only thing that really sucked and ruined the daily for me was everyone working together. Yeah. I understand that that they are, you know, gaming the system and all that. And really it's on production to put a stop to that. And there's a couple things that production could have done. First and foremost, they should have had lanes, right? Exactly. Everybody should have had a lane to I was run just out about to say that. So, so that their puzzle pieces were blocked. Obviously, I mean, they clearly fucked up in, in the fact that Johnny was reading the lights without even going in. Do you in. think that was a fuck up or um, do you think someone in production told him? Ooh, conspiracy theory. Let me tell you what, guys. I'm going to use... I like that you just got us on this roll here because I'm going to use this opportunity to bring up something that I really want to talk about. So I know that not everybody who listens to us or watches us watches Survivor. But you should. But But some people do. Yeah, a lot of people do. 
the difference between Survivor fans and Challenge fans is so interesting in some regards. So, and um, for anybody that's in the message group with me where I said this earlier, I'm sorry, but you know, you guys got to know, I, I take some of that material, right? I got to use it. Um, Challenge fans, you know, I'll start with Survivor fans. Survivor fans, they like, they kind of hate Boston Rob. They're like so oh. fatigued with mm. Boston Rob. And also, Jeff Probst, they just, they give Jeff Probst, who is the czar of Survivor. There would be no Survivor without Jeff Probst. They give him so much Yeah, it's shit, weird. I think right? it's weird. Like, they just constantly criticize Jeff Probst. They constantly criticize Boston Rob. Everyone's like, oh my God. I'm so tired of these washed up veterans like Boston Rob playing Survivor. He's played five <laughs> times in 20 years. Conversely, uh. over on... So Boston Rob is the CT of the challenge. They're not even that far apart in age. They're like five years apart in age. Who's old? They're both Who's Boston older? guys. Boston They're Rob? Oh, okay. Boston Rob. Yeah. He looks so, younger. <laughs> CT, like when you... Let's flip this over to the challenge. CT, who is the Boston Rob of the challenge, is universally beloved... You cannot criticize CT. He has a voracious group of fans <laughs> defending him. TJ Lavin is, he's like bulletproof in Ed the eyes of Challenge Ed, he's actually not You're, that great of a host. Everyone's like, everyone's like, don't fuck with TJ. He's the man. He hates quitters. They love all his little shticks. But I got to tell you something, guys. And this this daily last night cemented it. It's something I've been stewing on for a while. The way that T, like people give Jeff Probst shit because they think that he like has people that he glad hands. He has mm. favorites that he just oozes over. The way that TJ is playing into the Johnny and Bananas shtick and like oozing over it is awful. It's so bad. TJ's like, oh, this is so incredible, guys. Love seeing you two working together. It's like if that happened on Survivor, people would but be But I don't furious. understand that. Like I, I think Jeff is such a good host and I love the way that he hosts Survivor. I think he puts so much of his heart and fucking soul into it. And I feel like TJ... While I love him as a person and I think, he, you know, he does, he is such an iconic member of the challenge. I just think as a host, from a really unbiased perspective, when you're just looking at the show and his ability and his presence, he's just not an amazing host. But he has that charisma and that sort of character that you can learn to really love, right? He's, he's very lovable in that way. So I feel like people really like him for that. Oh, did I say Johnny is, and Bananas? Right? That's funny. What'd yeah, Johnny say? and Wes. Um, so the the obviously the big I difference between that. the big difference between Jeff and TJ is that Jeff he he runs Survivor behind the scenes. He's the executive producer and he's the host. And he wasn't always. He moved into that role. TJ and he's even made it clear in interviews that he did leading up to the season. He has nothing to do with that. He yeah. is essentially paid talent. They bring him on to host. He has nothing to do with creative production any of that. So I get that, but the way that TJ pl is playing into the Johnny and West thing this season is really cringe. Like it's it's really bad. I don't think I've noticed that that much though. I feel like keep an eye out. I mean, rewatch rewatch the daily a after the daily was over when he announced the winners. No, I remember it's the moment so that you're talking about. I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about, but I don't think I recognized it as like oh TJ's like oozing into it. So, anyways, I loved this daily. <laughs> Irving, shut the fuck up. Don't send shit to the... You know what, guys? Everybody unfollow Challenge <laughs> T, okay? They can go suck a dick. All um, right, the daily. So and you let me tell daily. you what. 
I I also really like the daily. By the way, I just I would have loved. This would have been like a dream for me growing up. I would have I would have gone nuts in there. Oh, I would not have had fun in there. I'm not a fan of like breathing in foam. I hate that. That that's the kind of stuff that really affects me. Like, I would have like run in, like, slid across my the face, ground. Like, just been. I would have been all about it. No. And guys, unfortunately, I have said some things in this episode that people would lead me to believe that I'm a stan and they might take away the credibility from what I'm about to say. Yep. I thought that Nelson's strategy was actually pretty good. I liked oh, that. I actually did as well. I No, no, I don't think that's standum because I really thought that that was a brilliant strategy in my in my eyes as well. I really did. And, it, and then obviously they've got, you know, since, since production is guiding the storyline so much this season, they've got everyone commenting like, Nelson's dead! He's not coming out! Where's Nelson? Where's Nelson? But it was so funny when Nelson finally emerged from the chamber and he's doing like this big hop with his legs. I'm here! I'm here, guys! And everyone's and like, woo, Nelson's Unfortunately, back. his strategy didn't play out. And, uh, and um, I guess people were just so, they were just so wrong on their combinations that Nelson's like, well, shit, I can't even build up to get to the last five because I don't know who's right and who's wrong. And that ended up being Yeah, it was such a, it was strategy. like a hodgepodge of just like, like people just forgetting if you forgot one in a sequence of five and you were the first yeah. sequence then you had to take out all of your fucking discs and fix that that's such a yeah. that's just too so much. actually just to, just to clear it up um <laughs> nelson said that the reason he stayed in there so long is that he wanted everyone else to come out and and get the beginning and middle parts of their puzzles and he was just going to remember the last five colors so then by the time he came out he could copy everyone's and then he could put the last five on there yeah. All right. So the the first heat, they did this in heats, which is another feature of this challenge that I really disliked. I thought everybody should have had to go at once because then it just made it, you know, people were helping each other after yeah. the people watching oh, that the been heat. So good. It would have been, you know, it was chaos. just, yeah, it just was, it was too much when you have other people reading it out uh, for you that are on the sidelines. So I didn't like that. But anyways, the first heat, Corey uses a strategy where he writes the first letter of the color on the plexiglass which i actually thought was a pretty decent strategy Corey, i can't Maddie, imagine that that would have held up i mean, I mean it would have like if you only, only need like five you know then you just it's just there to remember a couple um so cory maddie and swaggy they end up pairing up they're the first ones who use the sort of teaming up strategy and i mean this is where we see that it, it sort of goes to shit right away because it didn't really do much for the guys they all they, it gets confusing when you have so many people working on that at one go so i feel like that's that was a fuck up for them west does it on his own crushes it he ends up finishing first for the guys in that heat and then maddie takes first for the girls in that heat then you have mm. heat number two uh and this was the nelson heat you know everybody was yelling at him this is when he does his strategy which was great but fessy ends up finishing first and D finishes first for the girls. I mean, D's bit like you have to give D that credit. Was, uh, that was brutal, though. There, there. It's literally like everyone's just standing, looking around. I know, and yelling. All right, D, this color. Yeah, yeah. This color, like she's but not even doing. That's anything. why it was so annoying to me with the fucking heats, because then it was just like red, green, duh, duh. Yeah. And people were just reading yeah. it out. It uh, was a really awesome daily, cool concept, great visual. Yeah, I enjoyed it, and and the 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 way that they were supposed to get the puzzles and they're lifting weights that they didn't look that heavy, but they're putting them on the rack. They didn't it look just, that if, heavy. It didn't look like yeah. weights. It looked like just like foam yeah. pieces. Yeah. And if, uh, well, they, they had a little clang to them. So maybe mm. they were like five pound weights or something, but if they would have tweaked the portion, if they would have eliminated the, the outside help, it just, it would have been a lot more competitive. Yeah, it absolutely. Um, and then heat number three, this we got Anissa, Nani, Kayla, and Bear teaming up, and this was like a weird. 
this was just a weird team up. And I feel like we really saw how confusing it could be with all of them working together because it's just it didn't work out for them at all. Bananas ends up using his, you know, creative strategy of not even going into the room and looking to the left hand side. And there was the panel that was um, firing up the lights inside had the lights also right there. So you could literally see it. So it was just mimicking what was going on inside. So he was looking at it right there and putting the fucking weights on, which is why it confused me when he ended up not winning this. It was just weird. We also get Big T finishing first for the girls in this one. Pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, how can how can we know? They don't they don't show us times anymore. Nope, they don't. They the don't. I don't think that Wes won. I think Bananas won, in my opinion, because there's no way that Wes going in and out of the room, remembering it from in there, is beating Bananas, who's reading it right in front of his face. You know what I mean? Yeah, Jennifer's right. B- bananas went in the one time and but, then he just was yeah, yeah he was out the rest exactly but that's only one yeah. time do you know that's just yeah. like that's so much less than what west would have had to do um anyways maddie ends up being the fastest female overall and then the two top guys with with, with 27 people helping her yeah that, that really all right relax she's still one then we have uh west and bananas as top two guys everyone's like screaming ooh west ends up finishing first uh, which I really think was wrong, but whatever. I feel like they made Wes finish first because they didn't like Banana's strategy, or they thought like it was a bad look for the they show. They really should have. They should have uh, rewarded Wes because it was really funny to watch the the quote unquote Trinity. God, I can't hear that Alliance name anymore. That is cringe. I like the Alliance. The, watching the Trinity, people who spent no, a lot of this the episode Trinity didn't uh, go insulting against, the Trinity didn't go against Wes. It was Corey, Maddie, and Swaggy. Mm, yep i think are you sure kayla wasn't in that heat i am absolutely positive all right i'm i'm i stand correct i'm not actually absolutely positive but i'm absolutely positive that the trinity like team up happened in heat three anyway i'm just trying to shade kayla i'm just i'm getting tired it's really hurting Why? my it's, feelings yeah but, yeah, but you nelson. you don't like kayla because of nelson not because you don't like Kayla, which is even stupider, which is absolutely... No, yeah, I admit it. Which is I, absolutely really where a, the she's stand She's hurting my feelings by insulting Nelson's intelligence, and I don't like it. Wah. It's not cool. Go cry in a corner. Right? Wah. Wah. I'm going to go cry on Anissa's shoulder, and she's going to give me the big... Anissa's going to give me the big, closed-eye, sincere hug. Oh, God. All right, so then we have uh, the... Ha- oh, wait, so then they pick Bananas for the Tribunal. And this was a pretty bold statement on Wes and Bananas' part. But I do think that it was kind of um, them taking a stand to the house. Like, listen, we're working together. Watch the fuck out. I mean, that's the way I yeah. saw it. You know what I mean? If they hadn't figured it out yet, they figured it out there. They definitely um, did. That's for sure. And then we got TJ... Uh, verbally filleting I didn't even put it Wes down and Johnny. I didn't even put it down here that's how know, that's how irrelevant I thought perceptive. it was that's <laughs> because I am very perceptive and I pick up on these things Ooh. look I pick up on these things just a little bit sooner before everyone else notices them mm. I'm sorry to say it guys it's the truth all right guys it's true so if you need anybody to pick up on anything like groceries or anything else just holler at Zach you guys know my record nobody was on the Cara Johnny working together and how cringe it was sooner than me that's i was not, on it what are you a talking season about? and a half that is not that is not you picking up on something that's you, you know, I, criti- that's I, you calling it cringe 
I was very important in identifying this, and now everyone identifies it, okay? Okay. I get credit for it. So, so then we go back to the house and we... If people, if people just listen to us and they're not watching this, is it different? Like, if you can see the way I look when I say these things, is it different? I feel like Does it come maybe across in my voice? that's why we lose more fans, is because on audio, all of our sarcasm <laughs> isn't translated as well. <laughs> people definitely think that you are serious about a lot of the shit you say. That I'll, I'll definitely... I'll, I'll throw that out there. I believe that's true. That's uh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. That's what I want. It's your because your, your acting skills are so good. Okay, so house scramble. Okay, I'll take that too. House, house Here's the Oscar. Here, the better actor than Kayla, that's for sure. Oh my god. Okay, the house scramble. I just really like house bear. scramble. We have Nelson trying to politic. I'm sure you loved this moment. Nelson is conventional oh my god, like I, I thought, time to politic. Yeah. Time to pol Nelson, shut the fuck up, man. You don't even know how this to politic. Was, this is a rough look for Nelly. I mean, this was so fun. This was honestly hilarious. But you know what? I actually this was one of my favorite moments of him in the episode because it was so funny. It was like so, it was like Michael mm -hmm. Scott. Nelson is have I said that yet? That Nelson is the Michael Scott of the challenge. I think you made a brief mention of because it. we really need to reiterate that Nelson is the Michael Scott of the motherfucking challenge. All right, you guys, like he is literally that funny when it comes to this shit. But if I had to deal with him on a level, you know, where I'm having to work with Nelson like that. I mean, you can't work with Michael Scott, right? Like that's impossible. That's just impossible. But he is hilarious. Who work? Wait, hold on. He is hilarious. Nelson's the Nelson's the big dog. He runs his alliances. You don't work with him. He runs his alliances. Nelson yeah, is all, absolutely. Then if he runs his alliances, why did every single one of his alliances turn their back on him and vote him in and call out their alliances in the nomination meeting if he's running I just mean, all I just of mean them in the past, all right? <laughs> they weren't true. They they didn't stick to the agreement. There's a couple couple good points here. Jomara uh, says that when she originally heard me speaking, she was like, "What the fuck?" And then she <laughs> tuned in and watched, and it made more sense. That's that's good. I'll take Honestly, that. Honestly, that's Brandy, hilarious. I, Brandy, I have to agree with your assessment. She says that my sarcasm is so important; it comes across as genuine. That's really, you know, that's 32 years mm. of practice. I've I've been practicing this game for a long time. You said that. That's a great uh, I've comment, wanted, Brandy. You know, yeah, I just I want to get it to the point where it's like. Is he serious? Is he not? Is he both? What what does he where is where what is he his, thinking? What is he actually like? What does he really mean? It really would be a, it'd be a great quality to have in Survivor around the challenge house. So, you know, hit me up, cast me. Oh my god. And I'll show you what's up. This comment is so funny. Yvette writes, "Nelson is the nickelback of the challenge." Oh, oh come on. That's mean. My That's god. mean, Yvette. Yvette <laughs> I'm talking to you right now. I'm looking right that in the camera. So and I just want to say, funny. I really don't appreciate what you just said. I love the comment section, you guys. You guys not, are always hilarious. Not, not cool. We don't talk like that about Nelson. Oh, in this shut show. up, Zach. Yes, we do. Please keep those rolling. Um, during Nelson's politicking, though, the Holy Trinity's face, that was hilarious. Oh, my God. Even I'm just going to call them Kayla, even, Nani, and Jenna. Even this. Anissa's face was fucking hilarious. I mean, they were all just blank staring like, is this guy's? seriously trying to say this right now i mean it was priceless i thought he, I thought he was gonna pull it off oh, shut the fuck up <laughs> that wasn't a good look N nelly didn't have a chance to to flip those oh votes, my god it's funny watching him do this but you know it'll be a great story arc when he comes back in a future season and he's like much more mature and intelligent and he starts playing the game in a smart way and everyone's like whoa nelson's grown so much i could see that happening mm -hmm. i give it like 10 years 
You're you're watching it happen. Wait. <laughs> what? Is that what you think the, the current story arc is, Zach? Nelson oh, is hands down the favorite to win this season. I really disagree He's with the, that. Who's taking him what out? What are you talking about? There's so many. Fessy could take him out. If Fessy and Nelson went up against each other in this pole wrestle, Fessy throws Nelson faster than he threw Jordan. Wow, Brandy just compared Kara to Creed. If Nelson is Nickelback, Kara is definitely Creed. To which I say, I still really fuck with Creed's first album, guys. Human Clay is a great album. I need to hear a song. Well, this to know is who not this the. Is. This is not the last time we're going to talk about late '90s sing alternative me, post-grunge music. Sing me this. one of their famous ones. Just sing it out. Wait, you don't know who Creed no, is? No, just sing it out. <laughs> I need to hear it to know. Isn't there like with arms wide yeah, open? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, <laughs> cool. Torn. That could be. That could definitely be Kara. What if? Come on, guys. Zach, please don't try. Okay, guys. Then we have the nominations. This is when Fessy starts. Well, Jordan actually starts it off and say, "Let's go around in two rounds. We'll vote for the first person and the second person." And then Fessy cuts in and he says, "If you have to say my name, do it, but know that I'm definitely coming back." I didn't think Fessy was even on the radar for this elimination, but. Then I remember it was a double elimination, and there's not that many options left. So, I mean, but I was surprised that they didn't go for easier house yeah. noms and then have and Wes and Bananas try and go in there against somebody easier, like if they were to pick Josh uh, or Swaggy. I don't know. So, like, just people on more of a caliber yeah, that, like, that Wes and them could be. seems like Wes and Bananas are both waiting to make their move. And it's, you know, the question is, like, will they be waiting too late? Because it really is starting to wean down. Mm. You saw it last night. There were only three guys that didn't go yeah. in, or that weren't up for Which nomination. Which is crazy. Yeah. Um, I'm actually 27. I just really don't know that kind of, like, classic music. She, Shani lives in a bubble out there. I listen to, the, like, uh, Psytrance. If I started listing off my, my music, I don't think people would really know it very well either. So you know what? There's that. And I do, like, funky beats and shit. I just... Yeah. I know a lot of really random shit, guys. I can name every movie that won Best Picture from 1970. Oh, yeah, I remember that's your thing. That's your thing. My thing is countries. Yeah. What can you do? Okay, so. I'm good at geography. Then you can't name every country in the world. Shit. I know about Luxembourg. <laughs> I know about Monaco. Okay, and? Kazakhstan. Okay, congratulations. You just got three countries out of 196. Three countries that a bunch of people wouldn't have gotten. Burundi, <laughs> Swaziland. Uh, Swaziland's a good Let's one. Go. What's next to Swaziland? The other small one. Come on. Uh, Lesotho? Lesotho? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> woo! Still, there's way harder ones. Okay, anyways, now we have the nominations. The first round ends up going to Fessy. Uh, and he ends up putting his name on the board with one of the funny quotes the night. And he's like, now is where you guys clap, right? Because <laughs> everybody was, <laughs> was, everybody was dead like silent. That. It was such a hilarious moment. Great. You can see that he's a lighthearted guy. And you could actually tell that he was very lighthearted even on Big Brother. That's something that always came across with Fessy. You know, he never took himself too seriously. I remember there was one scene on Big Brother where him and the girl that he's currently dating were sitting around and they were just laughing at how shitty their game moves were. And they're just like, we're the worst big brother players ever. Like they were in such <laughs> shit at that point. They knew they were at the bottom. They had made such bad moves and it was just so funny. It was funny to watch. Uh, all right. So then we have the second round of voting and these go to Nelson. And this is one of the funniest nominations I've ever seen go down because everybody just starts listing off the deals that Nelson has made with him. <laughs> 
<laughs> and it's so funny. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, Nelson said the same thing to me. Oh, yeah, Nelson said the same thing to me. Oh, you promised me you wouldn't say my name, too. My name, too. And then all of the girls start listing off the deals that Nelson has said as well. And by the end of it, it's like all of these people are saying that Nelson said he would never say their names. Nelson tries to backtrack and say that this was, you know, per week agreements, that you have to read the fine print and the fucking contract and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, Nelson, come on, man. You got caught red-handed. You got caught bad. I mean, this was hilarious. But it just, it goes to show he is the Michael Scott, you know, going around making deals with everybody and then getting caught. It's classic Michael Scott. Kyle blew up Nelson's spot. And everybody started piling on after that. And I was a little nervous. I was thinking, oh, shit, you know, <laughs> this is just more fuel. People are going to be uh, ripping them on Facebook and on Twitter. They're going to be saying all their stuff. And then, you know, what? I, 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 I thought to myself, I'm like, wait a minute. Why am I worried? Nelson's about to go into elimination. That's his home away from home. Oh, Nelson in an elimination? His home away oh, from God. home. It's like, wow. it's like FDR sitting in the White House or something. He'll sit there for eight goddamn years. You're not getting him out of there. You're not getting Nelson out of the pit. Or Were you alive when FDR was in office? This year. That's really funny, Shawnee. Hmm? That's really funny. <laughs> I can name all the presidents in order, too. Oh, I used to be able to do that. And if I just had, like, about five Ooh. minutes to study it, I could probably get it back. Okay. We should do a contest one day. Let's just do, like, a trivia off. No, Yeah, we're, we're we going to do have a, a miscellaneous knowledge. Somebody should host uh, it. Live, Who wants to host and it? And <gasps> nobody's going to tune well, in we for should it. Do, Everyone's going to no, be like, this Listen, is... we could do mostly challenge trivia, and then we could interject some random categories in there. But that would be fun. Who wants to host a fucking contest? I would like to flex we on can, some challenge Yeah, we could finally settle it. Like, the, the same people cup, out you there. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's some people out there who have, like, a reputation as, like, oh, these are the challenge trivia people. But I feel like I can swing with some of those heavy hitters. I feel like I can punch my I, weight. I don't know if I can, but I will binge every single season in order to be able to. That's the level I'm willing to prepare for this. So... I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm in Greg's class. Hey, Meme. But Shout I don't think my grandma. Hi, Meme. <laughs> I don't think anyone's in Greg Holcomb's class. But I'm oh close. my god, Greg says he'll host it. That's actually a per- perfect person to host it. Oh, that's great. Then, then I won't Gre- lose. <laughs> Greg is literally the best challenge uh, trivia human on this planet. I think that I know. He comes up with facts that aren't even out there. I swear. And that's really that's yeah that's got, like the, the inside tea. You, you, you want some you want some fresh yeah. facts, some fresh. Insight. All right, guys, we'll uh, know, we'll yeah. we'll maybe consider planning this at some point. Um, okay, so back to this part of the nominations. Everybody's like going crazy, and uh, <laughs> and then Corey starts off with his little speech, which was so fucking funny because obviously it was a joke, but he was like, "Listen, I've been made promises," which is how everybody was starting off their speeches, and it was fucking. That was a jokes moment. Corey is funny to Nelson. Like, what is what else is Corey supposed to do but find it hilarious? I feel like you would treat Nelson the exact same way that Corey's treating him. I don't know why you're so mad about how Corey's treating Nelson. He's just joking with his friend. His friend is being stupid. He's got a joke with him, Zach. You know. I've already said my piece about Corey. Uh, I think uh, I think he should have his boys back a little bit more than he has. Uh, I I think Corey has had Nelson. I feel like Corey's doing 
exactly what needs to be done, which is by staying rational, he gives Nelson a shot because people associate Nelson with Corey. So they associate him. Corey is doing exactly what he needs to do to not have a red skull come fall. And time. he's laughing off all of the jokes. He's making it humorous as opposed to making Nelson serious. So people take him more comical as opposed to like, ah, he's really mean. You know, I think, I think Corey's helping him play it off a little bit. So I actually think he's doing a good job. Then we go to the night out. Woo, party time. I cannot keep watching people party if I cannot party as well. This is bullshit. Is this where they played Machine Head? Is this when Machine Head came yes, on? Yes, my specialty, Zach. I know exactly what song was playing at this point. I, 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 so this is this is a very important theme of the episode that we're going to talk at the end, but I believe it was around this point when Machine Head by Bush came on off the 1995 album 16 Stone. 1995, wow. Yes, Gavin Rosdale. Oh, I know Gavin Rosdale. There you yeah, go. Yeah, I actually do know. <laughs> uh, all right. So then we have uh, Nelson and Kyle's fight. This was like hilarious. I don't know if you. No, this, this, this was awesome. fight was so fucking funny because it involved Melissa. And Melissa was just so funny throughout this. I don't know if you caught earlier in the episode. They had a shot. It was just B-roll of Melissa and Kyle like on the floor laughing. They were just rolling around. It was a pretty funny shot. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, Kyle and Melissa must be really close. Anyways, fast forward to this part in yeah. the night out. And we have Nelson coming at Kyle. You're a little bitch. You're a pussy. Uh, you're the biggest pussy in my life. Blah, 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 blah. Like just really stupid stuff in my opinion. Uh, and also not even accurate. Like Kyle's not that big of a pussy. I don't think so. And I, I think it's also a stupid term to say. Like what, what exactly are you trying to call him? You know, I don't even think Nelson knew what he was trying to articulate there. He's just throwing out words that he thinks like make sense in that He's, moment. He, he just wanted to let him know. That, but what's, you know, I didn't appreciate the But tactic. what's Nelson going to do? He has no numbers and no sway in the house. How is he threatening Kyle? Like, it makes no sense. That makes no sense to me. So, I don't know. Also, well, uh, Mel coming in. What did you think about this? Because I loved Mel coming in and defending Kyle. I thought that that was great. She's like, you have no respect for a woman. She called him out. She called him out. I mean, this was great. And then this is the bottom line, guys. Away. Just to prove... I am consistent in the things I say. Now, granted, she did test my loyalties by coming at my guy. And uh, on the surface, of course, I didn't appreciate that because Nelson's like family to me. <laughs> but, you know, one thing I do appreciate is somebody who can get in there, spit some uh... fire, talk that shit, bring a genuine, like just have that genuine personality, that it factor and go off without trying to play nice for the camera or play it up for the camera. And Melissa brought it. Melissa straight up said, I am very protective mm. of Kyle. If you come at Kyle... I'm going to come for your throat. And not only did she come for her fucking throat, his fucking throat, Melissa told Nelson to go back on Dr. Phil. That was the Phil. best line of the oh night. My that god. was priceless. What a vicious burn. Go back on Dr. Phil. Whew. Oh my god, that was so fucking funny. Honestly, that was a highlight for me. And that's that's what we've been missing from <laughs> Melissa with screen time. We need to see more of that. That's what I've been waiting for. Big time. Oof. That's yeah, that's the Melissa that we Absolutely. know. Absolutely. Um, the Melissa that fought Cam. And she's doing She's doing all this while pregnant. It's it's uh, it's truly incredible. <laughs> Melissa is she's out drinking. She's running in a foam pit. She's throwing shade. It's pretty crazy. And she's, and pregnant. she's pregnant. Yeah. It's much respect. Much respect. I love Melissa. Uh, then we have um, uh, then we have them go back to the house, and this is where we get the Big T incident. So Big T ends up hurting her foot, and we have this whole little drunk sequence leading up to it, which is so funny. Big T is like going around being, "I'm a savage now, I'm a savage now." 
<laughs> this shit was so fucking funny. Big T's humor is my kind of humor. That's how me and my friends joke around. Like Big T is right on point with just what I would consider hilarious banter. She's so fucking funny in this moment. But she ends up cutting her foot, which we actually don't get a clear shot of. They never, they never crisply show us her foot being cut on the chair. We just hear, oh my God, you cut your foot on the chair. And then we see all this blood coming out, which was just insane, especially considering we barely even saw the cut happen. Now all of a sudden she's bleeding out her foot like crazy. And they end up carrying her down from the bed. And she's like, I feel faint. Blood makes me fainty. And they have to lay her down with a pillow. I mean, this, it escalated so quickly. It went from drunk night to I have to go to the fucking hospital, which is just crazy. I mean, I couldn't believe how fast this... it all happened. I've been uh, debating all day whether or not I was going to tell this story on the what show. What is it? And I had a long day, so I'm going to do it. Let's just say that this event with Big T cutting her toe open, drunkenly cutting open her toe... It hit pretty close to home Ooh, for me. Um, story I time. I have witnessed an incident very similar to this. Um, when I was younger, I went to a, a friend's bachelor party. A little bit older than me. He's friends with my brother. So they snuck me into the bar. And everybody was in a private room in the back of the bar. And everybody was having a really good time. And uh, one person in particular who was known to get a little bit rowdy, as kids might say. He was getting pretty tuned up. So... <laughs> He goes into the bathroom at some point, and I'm sorry, people, if this uh, story gets a little bit graphic. But anyway, he is uh, peeing in a urinal, and another person with our party kicks him from behind. Um, what? Some of the guys might know what I'm talking about. It's just a, some, some funny is games that, a, that we play with each other over the thing? years. Is that a thing? Like... Yeah, walk up, give him a little, little boot to the ass. Oh my god, that's so horrible, and then the he goes into the urinal. Well, <clears throat> what happened after that, because this person so was so unhygienic. out of their mind... Um, he turned around with his, his hand still holding, gripping himself. And, uh, I wasn't in the bathroom when this happened, but I was standing outside of the bathroom and oh my I'm God, standing did you cut there it? and <laughs> no, he, he runs out of the bathroom Na- with his, naked <laughs> with his dick in his hand <laughs> and he's going, Whoa, Whoa. And he starts running through. Uh- he starts running through the bar like this. Also, for whatever reason, he didn't have any shoes or socks on. He was barefoot. Wait, set the mood. How packed is this bar? Like, is this a, a busy bar? Die the bar's bar-y? pretty packed. Oh. The, no, the bar's pretty packed, but he runs. So he runs out into the bar, but then he runs back into our room that we were in. And there's like maybe 20 That's people in there. so ridiculous. And I don't think anything of it. I'm just looking around just like, <gasps> what, the, what the, why did, why did, I'm not going to say his name. Why did he just run by <laughs> me with his dick in his hand? And all of a sudden, I look into the room, and he's laying on the ground, exactly like Big T was laying last night, with his foot no up in way. the air, and his dick in his hand, and his foot bleeding, pouring wow, blood. Wait, what happened? Blood pouring Did he step out on of glass. His... Yes, he stepped on glass, and it was literally the same big toe oh that Big T hurt. And all of a sudden, people rush around him and they start elevating his feet to clean him off and wrap him up. And he's doing the same thing Big T was doing. He goes, I'm fine. I'm fine. And like, no, we got to get you to the hospital, man. I'm fine. Stop it. I swear, everything that, like, 
everything that happened to Big T last night happened to him with the exception That's pretty of, hilarious. of Big T holding her penis in her hand because she doesn't have one. I didn't realize. I didn't as realize far as I can the, tell. I don't want to I didn't realize anyone. it was the big toe, which is so funny because Big T hurt her big toe. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, that was. That's fucking hilarious. Oh, my God. That's actually priceless. Wait, that's a crazy story. I mean, I don't mind blood. Ooh, a lot of people disputing uh, kicking someone when they're using the urinal. Yeah. Oh, my God. Please don't do that. I really think that that's weird, Zach. You should never do that to people. That's that's such a... First of all, I'm not saying that I ever did that before. Uh, Maybe I did. But... It was, it was a younger Yeah, yeah, age. that feels like it must be a younger age thing. Ugh, see, guys are gross like that. Like, a girl would never kick you into the toilet. That's fucking gross. Could you? Well, yeah, I mean, there's you guys have completely different means <laughs> here, all right? We're, we're talking about standing at a, at a urinal. <laughs> That's true. Okay, so then we have um, Big T being sent off to the hospital, and we don't know exactly what's going to happen. It's sort of like a cliffhanger there in that little moment. So we'll find out next week. Poor Big T. Hopefully she's okay. And we go straight into the tribunal. Now, the tribunal seems to pick the people pretty quickly. They go with Bear, Jordan, Kyle, and Corey. And I, again, was really shocked at the choices here. Like, I just didn't understand why they weren't going for someone like Josh also. I don't know. It was just it was just weird to me. And and also why Swaggy was left out of this. Like, I know Wes is protecting him, but... Swaggy? Bear, but Bananas doesn't know that, and Maddie doesn't know that. You know, how did he get away with that? Yeah, but Swaggy, like, clearly, his political game must be on... Yeah, but he just ruined it. he wasn't he just even... Ruined it. Yeah, he, he... Yeah, but, yeah. And before that, though, like, he, he wasn't even a, a target at all. People didn't even think about it. Yeah, absolutely. Him. He he ruins it at the end of this episode, but he his political game seems to be perfect because he wasn't even fucking picked for this. Uh, so anyways, Tribunal goes through all their little speeches. Bear sits down in hilarious fashion. He's just like, oh, why did you guys pick me? I thought we had a thing going on. I thought we were friends, blah, blah, blah. They make it seem like they're not going to pick him, or at least that's what he got, the vibe that he got. Uh, Kyle comes in, and it's Kyle's intervention, which is so funny. Kyle turns to Johnny at one point and he's like, Johnny, protect me, please. Which was just such a Kyle moment. I absolutely loved that little bit. That was like just a, a Kyle in a nutshell was that sequence. Jordan goes in and he asked to go in. He's like, flat out, I want to get my red skull. Send me in there. I don't know, though, why this is Jordan's headspace because I would think that after watching Tori go in and not win, wouldn't you just want to play it cool for a week and just see what see what happens? I I'm I'm yeah. guessing that he kind of had the feeling of if I'm gonna be here without Tori, I'm gonna either do work or go back home. You know, get the skull or just be done. Almost similar to Jenna's mentality. I was really, yeah, like not to step on how it ends, but I, I was really hoping that we would get more time mm. with Jordan playing the game Same. by himself. That that is that's a big Same. loss uh, for me. What did you think about Maddie's role? in uh in this tribunal well it's clear that maddie didn't have as big of a role in the tribunal apart from maybe saving Corey. uh so i don't know she she did what was one of my complaints about her on war of the worlds one where she was just if you remember i'm one of the only other tribunals she made on war of the worlds one it was her and wes and i think d i think they were all in the tribunal together and wes essentially just told her what to do it's like hey save kara and, you know, you guys will cut some kind of deal. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And she just went along with it. And this time, too, she's just like, 
Who I'm sitting between Wes and Bananas. I'm just gonna let them do whatever the hell they yeah, want. Yeah, I don't know. I it's feel like her like. gameplay is just really about like laying under the radar and not doing too much, not making that big of moves. Uh, I just don't know that. I don't know. I feel like, I mean, imagine being somebody who's only been on a couple seasons and you're now put into a tribunal with Wes and Bananas. You don't really have, even if somebody is going to stand up to them and try and make a move in that tribunal, they don't really have much of a say. You know what I mean? It's not like there's really much of an impact that she could have had. So I feel like at the same time, it's kind of pick your battles. Does she really want to start going and arguing with Bananas and Wes when it's likely going to be useless and futile. And and on top of that, she doesn't have the votes to do anything, even if she did. you know, I mean, there's just not much damage she can do. So I kind of see where she's coming from. I don't want to keep uh, like railing on everything on this season coming off really scripted to me. But, I mean, guys, there's a pretty clear running theme through this season about it. But that that, that was the thing about this tribunal is, is it just it just seemed like it was Planned. all worked out ahead of time. It's like jo- Johnny and Wes talking to Maddie, like, hey, Maddie, make sure you say this stuff. Bear, when you come in here, act like this. Kyle, when you come in here, act like this. But it's that, not like Maddie did that much in the tribunal for them to, to plan that, though. Do you know what I mean? I, know. I don't she, feel like she they... just kept doing the Trinity thing. She's like, Maddie's not, I'm not in the I Trinity. I don't really see oh, Maddie's God. moves as planned. I feel like there weren't that, there wasn't that much that she said. It wasn't like this thought out, elaborate. Can, can we get skit. a, um, can we get a classic Mean Girls meme of, of you know, like, stop, stop trying to make the Trinity happen? No. It's not I like the Trinity. Me. I actually think it's a cool name. Shani, you are. We agreed when this season started. We might have, yeah. I might have changed my anymore. mind. I've just. Yeah, we don't agree. We don't... No, we just agreed in general I... on things. <laughs> I just, I don't think we agree anymore. That's actually so true. Listen, I come here to talk <laughs> shit about a show which I enjoy, and there's nothing more enjoyable than talking shit back to you. Ooh, I agree. <laughs> I agree with Evan. She, you know, she was one of the winners, so she had her power when it was between I, her, when it was just her and Wes. She had power. She to did do kind of, yeah. She did kind of. And then she just let Wes choose Johnny, and and she take did it all kind of, but it's her. also it's the same thing as like, does Maddie really need power in that tribunal? Does did she really need to make moves right then and there? Did she need to make an enemy out of Wes and cause up trouble? Like. I, I just don't I'll, know. I'll, I don't know I'll that it was honest. really necessary for her gameplay to go in there and make a stand. Maybe if, for example, there was someone coming after her that she really had to handle and take out and it was necessary for her survival in the game in order to make a big move, then yeah, I would understand. But there was literally nothing that she really had to do. You know what I mean? Like going with the flow was fine. I, I, I mean, I, I could see myself being somewhat biased on the matter. I'm just, I'm just really not feeling Maddie. Um, I wasn't feeling her in a rookie season. I'm not feeling her this season. Um, she How just, can you not feel her this season? We haven't even seen much of her this season. Well, that, that's, I mean, that's, that's on, on her. That's not on she's, her. She's, once again, not living up. That's she's not, not on her. That's on the, expe- whoa, we always talk about the edit. There's no way that all of a sudden now we're going to say that the edit is down to the players. There's, that's just bullshit. It's not on her. Uh, it's it's give and take. I I totally understand that about the edit, but it's give and take. If if you have something to give, ah, uh, if, if it's good enough, it, it'll make it. But also co- competition wise, no, there's it's so just much. Like, okay, she's not doing anything. It's like cool. You made the tribunal because seventeen people helped you with your puzzle, and and I that's that's all all well and good. But honestly, 
I just I want to see Maddie get beat. I don't know. I, I I don't know spoilers for what happens with Maddie this season. Whether she shut wins up. You the definitely know the spoilers. The final or whatever. I just I well no I I know the spoil. I know some of the spoilers, but there's there's some stuff that I don't. I know the really disagree for. with so all. I don't this. know what happens with Matt. I don't know what happens with Maddie this season, but I just want to honestly see her go into elimination and get beat. And once again, all the people that called her the next Laurel, just shut them up. Just okay, but keep moving. The She's thing only with, five eight. The thing with Maddie out. is that you're you're now saying that if she has good stuff, it'll get aired, which is so inaccurate. That's something that's so inaccurate. That's something that we've always talked about. I mean, there's so much that doesn't get aired. There are like juicy, salacious hookups that don't get aired because they can't fit them in. There's so much good content, hilarious content. And I feel like I feel like we can't possibly say that Maddie is so-and-so when we've seen so little of her this season. And that isn't her fault. Like, that just isn't. There's so many cast members still there. Not not all on the on that side of the content. It's 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 really two-sided. Like if, if you're gonna make an impact in the competition, then that will come across. If you're gonna if you're gonna make an impact in the house, you're right. It's it's a little bit harder because there's storylines that are getting soaked up by other people. I totally understand that. But there's I'm also just, a uh, lot of strategy not, that not we don't get to see. There's a ton of strategizing that we often don't get to see and we hear about so frequently afterwards. So we just don't know. And on top of that, I really think that Maddie is playing a very smart game for her position in the house, you know, for where she's coming from. She's still there. She's still in the game and she's in a great position socially. I mean, she now just made friends with Wes and Bananas being in that tribunal, going with what they wanted. Those are two big guys who have a lot of power in the house who just took out one of their biggest threats, Jordan, and Maddie's in good with them. Maddie's also in good with Corey, who now has his boo Nelson back in the house. That's two guys who are going to be good with her. I mean, Maddie is doing a great job, in my opinion. I think that she's playing the house well. She's in a good position, and I don't see... I don't, I don't think she's playing. I, playing would assume that, that, that she has like a game to play. She's no, just but, going but going along, along with, with certain things is not, not playing the game. Sometimes that's exactly what you have to do. You don't always have to be a shot caller to be a shot caller. You know, going out there and making super obvious moves. Yeah, that's one thing to to build. Tipping in the to build a, the To build a, a name for yourself, a fucking re- a resume. Sure, like you want to go make those big moves or whatever, but not always getting to the end and having, you know, the best gameplay isn't just about making these drastic ass moves. It's about figuring out the best and easiest route to the final, in my opinion. Well, Shani, that's a very in-depth thought. Thank you for that. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna let it sit there. Uh, Ivan is. The, I we'll think let that Ivan simmer is like a good soup. A, is it Ivan or Yvonne? I, I want to make sure that I'm Ooh, getting it right. I, I love, I love uh, the Yvonne pronunciation. I think it might be Yvonne, like like Pudge Rodriguez back in the day. Or like uh, oligarchy. That that would that would make sense. Yeah, that would that would make sense to me. So I think he's kind of declaring himself as a as a, a Maddie oh, Stan. I like it. Comments. We love we, yeah, we, we love having like a our stan stands. in the comments. Yeah, we we love having stands of yeah. everyone representing. It's important, it's like representing um, the countries. But yeah, I'm just gonna say, uh, you know, we you just made your nice, thoughtful speech, mm-hmm. Shani, and that's great. Um if and when Maddie goes into an elimination this season, I will be rooting against her. Oh and my if she god. Loses, <gasps> Shock, gonna you're gonna be rooting it. against her if she goes in? Oh, <gasps> I'm going to root against but her. But what if she goes in against loses, Anissa? What are you going to do? Who are you going to root against more? Uh, I, I will begrudging. Look, 
Honestly, actually, that's a no-brainer for me. If she goes in against Anissa, I want Anissa to uh, win because Anissa is, is a long-time flop. And if Maddie loses, if Maddie loses to flop Nisa, that will that be is hilarious. Bullshit. Oh my goodness, that, that would be that would be so funny if Maddie lost to Anissa. Oh my god, I, I would Anissa die. is solid. We're not even gonna get into that now. And you know, Anissa would cry afterwards. <laughs> I can't believe I'm eliminating my sister from this show. I love Maddie so much and I just had to take her I wish out. I had oh, like, God. I wish I had, Stop you know that uh, fly swatter elimination? I wish I had a virtual fly swatter so I could just poke through the screen <laughs> and go, whoop. <laughs> that would be fun. Corey's right. We could have had Tori Hall. The season would have been Ugh, Get over popping. Tori Hall. You're so annoying about her. My God. You're like obsessed. Ugh. Anyways, let's go on, guys. So, we have the tribunal. They talk to, to Corey, whatever. He's politicking pretty nicely, saying he wants to work with bananas. I was impressed with this. Then we go straight into purgatory, and we see right away that it is pole wrestle. Obviously, my instant reaction was fuck, because Jordan's going in, and it's pole wrestle, and I know that this is going to be a really tough challenge for him to face, and I'm assuming that if they're going to send him in, they're going to send him in against someone like Fessy as opposed to Nelson because they really want him out. And, well, I was right. So Tribunal sends down Jordan to face Fessy. Wes and Bananas had a little moment when they were like, yeah, we're going to be this evil. We're about to fucking do it. And then they send down Bear to face Nelson. Now, while I think it's so unfair for Jordan to have to compete in an elimination like that, I also think that things that are unfair are a huge part of the challenge and taking advantage of things yeah. that are unfair is also a part of the challenge and it's also a part of gameplay. So yeah, I think it was a really shitty situation for Jordan and I don't discredit him. You know, I actually give him a lot of credit for going in there with such an amazing attitude and just like doing it. Uh, I will say that I don't think it was like a horrible thing for bananas and West to do in, in light of the game because somebody like Jordan has very few weaknesses, very few areas yeah. where you can really take him out. And so if you have the opportunity to do so, it's absolutely imperative that you do and you take that shot. Because if he makes to the final, the chance of him winning is high. His win rate is ridiculous. And so I do think that, you know, it was a good move on their part. It was a solid, solid fucking move. And it's what they should have done in order to advance yeah. themselves in the game. Yeah, they, they had to, and it it's a very tough thing to even properly figure out how to talk about or classify, because the, Jordan losing the elimination, it's a very sensitive issue, because you've got some people who are like, oh, it wasn't fair to him, he, he only has one hand and all that, uh, like, mm -hmm. and they're being very strong about that. Then you've got other people on, on the other side who really don't like Jordan to begin with, to be honest, but are, are just like, oh, here goes Jordan crying about about why he, you know, why he lost and all that. And the bottom line is if, if you just walk this thing straight down the center, he lost. It was a very, uh, uh, he was mm -hmm. at a huge disadvantage and then he hurt his shoulder. Yeah. Le legit hurt his shoulder bad. from what I could tell, which, which made it even tougher on him. It's a loss on his record. Um, it's his second elimination loss. It wasn't the best situation for him. And, and, uh, you know, it's it's both sides of everything. Like, it, it mm. was really unfortunate. It's hard to tell if... The, what we're led to believe is that these eliminations are picked out ahead of time before, you know, that even happens, so... I mean, we don't know if that's really that's, true, and yeah. I've, I've... Put on your conspiracy yeah. theory hats. It, would production want to lose Jordan or well, not want to is, lose Well, the thing is, if they're putting... I mean, uh. they, they knew that Jordan was likely going to go into the game. It was pretty obvious that Jordan was going to be chosen to go down there. 
And I think that, I mean, I, you know, my conspiracy hat says that they definitely did a pole wrestle in order to get Jordan out of the game. And from what I've heard, they have a few eliminations on hand in order to shift them out if things change. You know, so they've, they've got a, a few yeah. eliminations ready to go just in case, you know, the situation changes, maybe the weather changes, whatever that makes it uh, impossible for them to do the one that they had planned. So if, it's super feasible and yeah. possible that they they changed it up. This is this is the kind of ace content that Greg brings. Look at this. Jordan separated his collarbone, the exact same injury that ended Fessy's Whoa, what a fucking career. fun fact. That is ace. That is ace content. That ace is like, that's a crazy That's what ass. I'm talking about. That's, I, we need to put that up as a graphic. People need to know. It is kind of conspiracy <laughs> corner, Rebecca. And the thing is, like, you could go conspiracy theory. It's it's easy to throw it out there, but it's also easy to come at. Yeah. It's like, well, maybe maybe they wanted to like get the drama of putting Jordan in one hand in a in a an X battle uh, pole wrestle and see what happens. I mean, it's TV. Or, but then at the at the other end, it's like, well, Jordan's one of their most name brand quality people, and and why would they well, want to get rid people, of him? And then on the other side, it's like, well, production loves Johnny and West. They want Johnny and West to win. So you know, I, it's I interesting know. because I wasn't even going to go down the Johnny route, but that's another very big reason why production might've wanted jo- uh, Jordan to lose because it gives bananas like a bajillion more options to win the game. If Jordan is out, you know, he becomes one of the more talented yeah. athletes in the cast. If, if Jordan is gone. So that's definitely a big reason why production would want Jordan gone. I also think uh, people who are cocky losing is always exciting TV. So that's also another factor there. But, you know, I would love to see Jordan maybe practice some sort of a pole wrestle type elimination and come back and do it against somebody in his weight class. Because I'd love to see how he matches up against somebody who doesn't also have such a dominating weight factor. Because that is, you know, even when somebody has both functioning hands, Doing that against somebody who is 50 fucking 60 pounds heavier than you or whatever the discrepancy is there is very difficult. He he beat, um, I don't remember if it was a pure pole wrestler or not. I think it was the one, it was like the rope. It was like a, a rope Against pool. Josh. Oh, against, against Shane. Shane. On Vendettas. On, 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 yeah, on, on Vendettas. It was the same elimination that, that Tori and Cam faced each other in. And he, he really beat Shane easily which which everybody knows like that you know a physical elimination is, is always going to be Shane's weakness and that was probably his worst overall season performance was on Vendetta as he went out early and that's Jordan the one where he was a mercenary right yeah he came in yeah so yeah I mean yeah listen he's done he's done eliminations like that for sure but I would like to see him against somebody I don't know maybe someone like Nelson or Corey that would have been interesting to see Ooh, Greg, Greg's right. Brad, Brad that was fucking legendary Brad beating Big Easy in pole yes, wrestle in the that duel. was legendary like that weight discrepancy. That was is legendary insane. for sure. That was a big. That was a big moment. For um, okay, so we got the first round. It's Fessy versus Jordan. Uh, Fessy wins the round one, and the whole crowd goes fucking silent. Like I don't know if people noticed this, but it was really quiet in there. I mean, this was. This was. Come on, brother. This was no, but this was right after Fessy beat him. Though, shut up. This was. Jordan, Jordan, you got the, you got this, brother. Ice Come water, on, ice water. Uh, this is this was like just intense because I feel like everybody after this round felt the in, the the sort of inequality of the situation. They were like, shit, you know, we want Jordan out of this house, and this might be the only way to get him there. So yeah, we want this to happen. But whoa, what a powerful moment! You know, it was a powerful moment. It was definitely a powerful moment to watch for me. Then round two happens and they have to reset this this is when fessy lands on jordan and i actually thought 
Jordan landed on Fessy. So the when I saw it first, like it looked like like Fessy had mm. a bad fall. So I was confused. Yeah, they kind of yeah they had like yeah, a nice was, it, edit. It just looked like Fessy fell fell really hard on himself. So then when I saw that Jordan was hurt, I was like, shit, this is gonna be bad. Then they end up doing round two again, and Jordan can barely reset. His shoulder is so bad. Fessy takes this in a couple seconds, and I mean it's. But, but I mean, it was very dramatic. The amount of times that that they had to try and reset. It was very dramatic. And and Jordan's trying to just like lift his his shoulder up, and the whole time you've got a Anissa. <laughs> oh man, he's really hurt. He's really hurt. I've seen you overcome. I've seen you overcome you worse, brother. You are such. Brother, you, you're not. You, you're not you like got a this. Stand this season. You're a hater this season. You're hating on. You're hating on all the girls. You're hating on Kayla. You're hating on. You're hating on Anissa. You're hating on Maddie. Who else are you hating on? Who else are you hating on? Zach, huh? That pretty hating much on sums Corey. it up for me. Honestly, you were hating on Tori. No, well, Corey and I are having a disagreement. That's, oh yeah, that's okay. Mostly, mostly that. I was hating, hating on, on CT. Tori. That's for sure. Uh, you were hating on CT. Once, once, yeah. Once the old man got out of here, we we were good to go there. Hey, I'm loving Melissa. All right. I love Big All T. Right. All right. He likes some people. He likes. Look, I'm not. I, there is, uh, there is no gender <laughs> bias on who I root mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. or root against. If you if if I don't ride with you, I don't ride with you, and you only have yourself to blame. Oh, yeah, yeah, don't blame yeah. me. I'm here. My respect is out there to be. Oh, earned, you're hating on the okay? Holy Trinity, basically the whole batch. I really uh, like Genesis. We, re- we really like Nani too. No, but come on, we the really Trinity like Nani. as a whole. The Trinity is. Oh well, I I have a lot of respect Can for Nani. Let's talk about the fan reaction to Nani really quick um, because this was stupid. Nobody, oh, nobody we totally, yeah, we totally liked about Nani's this. drunken moment in last week's episode. What the fuck is wrong with you guys? Did you not see that and think this is someone I want to be friends with? Did you not watch that and think I want to go out because with Nani? Anissa, like, oh my god, how did you not think that, you losers? Anissa is an expert at playing the victim card, and I will tell you what: there is one thing I have noticed that gets the fan base like that tugs at the casuals more than anything and that is the quote-unquote growth <laughs> arc people love ct they love his they growth do love arc. his growth they love, arc. oh my god he has grown up so much anisa she's getting the same treatment this season they saw last week's episode and i saw so many people saying anisa she's just, but just so, so many people so were saying how they hated she's just grown she doesn't she doesn't have time for for things like nani throwing <laughs> noodles at her i have time I for noodle throwing you guys, guys i have so gals. much time for it okay yeah Anissa is more about the drama than anyone in that house. She knows what she's signing up for, and she's literally giving you the drama in her own way by crying anytime anyone says anything to her. She was crying at the beginning of this was episode, she? I think. Something happened. Oh, let her cry. It was like they You're were so recapping. weird crying. Let her cry. What? Let her enjoy herself. Let her have some tears. She can cry. I'm, I'm just saying, like, she's laying it on. She might be laying, laying it on. on. That's her prerogative. But I... You can't say, bitch, I will cut issue, you with words and then allow yourself my, to be cut by... That was like 10 years ago. Words. So we're not going to count Nelson's elimination from four years ago, but we're going to count Anissa's words from like 10 years ago. No. See, guys? Stand up. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for following what's going okay, on Okay, my here. bigger Thank issue, you. though, with the fans was that they didn't like Nani. People were saying that Nani needs to grow up. Nani, like, you guys have no sense of fun. Yeah, How, does nobody like to let loose like that? Just enjoy themselves? 
You, you can't, cannot you take can't yourself that seriously, people. You Throwing noodles yeah. is great. Yeah, you can't be yourself on the challenge. You have to be Throwing all about the noodles. competition. You have to be there to work out, one, man. One day we Nani's should just not bring on the treadmill running, at man. Our, at, our, at our cameras. Like, th- noodle throwing is fun, people, okay? Having, letting loose, enjoying yourself, just, like, having a laugh. Why does everything have to be so, oh, my yep. God, she's not growing up. You know what's annoying to me is when people think that drunk people need taken care of. I don't even drink, you guys, okay? But if my friend is, like, shit-faced, wasted, yeah, like, maybe I'll help her if she's puking and stuff, but, like, let her have fun. If she's flopping around, let her flop around. Unless she's literally dying on the floor, then it's all good, you know? Like, Like, let people let loose. It shouldn't drive you crazy because somebody is enjoying themselves and having a good time. Not all drunk people need fucking help, especially people who are just, like, Having a night out. This isn't someone who's an alcoholic. Do you know what I'm saying? This is somebody who's literally just enjoying a night on the town, coming back and eating some noodles. Just how how Jenna treated Nani when she was being ridiculous and just like dropped the subject because she was just like, shit, this is just too... Like Nani is just in her moment right now and she knew that. Yeah. That's how people need to react. And the fact that everybody was so, oh my God, Nani's so immature. It's like, no, you're just boring. You just don't know how to f- have fun. You just literally don't know how to have fun. That sums it up. Hey. You're not allowed to be drunk and throw noodles and yell at someone. You're not allowed to say on Twitter, like, don't fuck with me because I want an elimination. <laughs> you can't be cocky. You can't, you can't do anything, you guys. Um, yeah, do you guys really want to watch reality television? I don't think they do. Like, come on. I don't you think they do. You have to be do. about all of it. You have, to be about the, you have to be about the drama. You have to be about the competition. You have to be about all of it. And it's funnier when the people who are about the drama... Uh, are in the competition. It makes it great. It's a perfect <laughs> it marriage. It does, Come on. you guys. Nani is gold. Nani is gold. So what? So after Jordan loses, we we have you know the whole scene where they immediately take him back to the medical tent. They're cutting his shirt off because he can't even you know raise his arm because his his collarbone yes. is so badly separated. And then he wants to run back out there to be out there for the the other elimination. What what did you make of Jordan during all of this? First and foremost, I will say. He was mm-hmm. very gracious in defeat. There was a lot of talk about Jordan being a sore loser earlier this season when he lost the helicopter crate yeah. dropping challenge, which was just such a But it's an also it's also a daily being like, sour when you lose a daily to me is very different to being sour when you lose an elim. Like if you're a shitty loser of an elimination, yeah. that to me is a lot worse. Like if you're just frustrated because you lost a daily, that's one thing. But when you know you're going home and you just got beat that's really where you see the character of, of what's because that's losing the game losing a daily isn't losing the game you guys that's just losing yeah. a, you know one of the battles it's like if you're playing monopoly and someone does some shit mid-game i love using monopoly but when someone does sh- something mid-game and you lose whatever you go bankrupt whatever the fuck and you have to like rebuy then that's a moment in the game that you're frustrated about you go to jail you can you know you get a little heated but when you lose the whole game it's like all right you know, I lost. Good game, guys. Good game, right? Same thing yeah. in soccer or basketball. Imagine when you guys a fan, right? You're watching a sports game. Something bad happens. You're going crazy. But then at the end of the game, if your team loses, if you're one of those people who's crying, that's a problem. You know what I mean? You take it too personally. Yeah, I think in, in this case, like Jordan is a very competitive person, but he's also able to accept and, and embrace a defeat when mm. you know it was a one-on-one competition there there was only you know there was only going to be a winner and a loser and jordan i think personally did a really good job expressing the fact that he was up against some very um high odds yeah. some very tough odds against him based on the situation 
um, and, and based on, you know, the realities of, of his own disability, but he didn't make any excuses about mm. it. He went for it and it didn't work out for him. And I thought he owned up to that pretty well based on what I saw through the edit and the interviews that he, I think, yeah, I think he did an interview with, with, um, he did an interview with someone. Tori also posted today, a whole episode about him yeah. on her podcast. People should listen to that. But yeah, listen, like, he, I think he took it as a challenge too, Zach. <laughs> you know, for him, he'd always wanted to go in and do a yeah. pole wrestle because that is, pro- you know, something that would be so difficult for him to do. And he's the type who wants to take on challenges. And, he, you know, he's right. He has nothing to prove. He's one of the best recent additions to the show that we've ever seen, right? From all the people who've joined the challenge yeah. within his class, his, his year, right? In that, in that whole group of people, he's come out on top over all of them. Three wins in however many seasons, so many elimination wins. He's absolutely destroyed the game in a number of aspects. And so for him, I feel like he really comes on in order to challenge himself to keep it going. And yeah, the money is icing on the fucking cake if he can get it, right? And this is something he always wanted to do as a big challenge. Was- he took it head on. Seeing Jordan lose last night was historic because he was going for, you know, the Darrell record of four straight Which would have been insane. Darrell, yeah. And, and, and nobody, as far as I can tell, Greg, you, might, you know, feel free to correct me, but I don't believe it has been touched where somebody has won four straight challenges and um, other than Darrell. So Jordan was going to tie that. He was trying to tie it. And... We saw we saw it go away. It was only the second time he's ever lost in an elimination. The first being on free agents to Johnny when he turned over all the kill cards when he followed. Even on a hand elimination day, even on a hand focused. Yeah, yeah, another one, and and honestly, that kind of paints the reaction of a lot of the people that don't like Jordan after this loss because. Jordan definitely had a lot of people who have defended him saying, well, you know, he, he went in against Johnny and lost in elimination where he needed both hands and people say, well, don't make excuses. And honestly, Jordan's not really the one who makes the excuses. I I get it that people, people who like him will make the excuses for him. And that is, but it's not so much as excuses. Um, Like, uh, like he would have won if he had two hands. It's not saying that it's, it's just saying like, these are the, these are, these are, yeah, these are just the factors at, at play. Yeah. not not pointing them out is crazy something can be an excuse yeah something can be an excuse and also yes, be valid it, you can have an excuse but not excuse the loss like not say it was you know not a fair loss or whatever mm-hmm. he gave props to fessy you know he didn't say i would have beat fessy if i you know if i didn't have this disability he didn't talk shit like that at all he gave full props to fessy and he said you know he was curious how he would always do this what strategy he would use and you know, this was an elimination he wanted to try, and he tried it against somebody who was an animal. We don't know how he would have done against Nelson if it would have been a different story. We have no idea. Maybe he went against Bear. Would it have been a different result? We also have no idea. Against Josh, yeah. against Kyle. I mean, really, there's so many different things that could have happened here. And, you know, him, the way he handled it, I thought was phenomenal. And I think the way the rest of the house handled it was was great as well. And listen, like I said, it might have been slightly unfair, but that's part of the challenge. And they had to make a move against Jordan because at the same time, you know, Jordan is they so did. good. It's unfair for people to face him in an elimination because he's so talented. You know, that's people are at such a handicap going against him usually. Yeah. So for him to have this one time where he was at a disadvantage, it's like take advantage, you know, get him out of the game because you're screwed if you don't. I mean, you really are. The Well, Shani, I do want to say one last say. thing, though, in regards to Jordan. I think Wes should have just owned up to the fact that Jordan is good and he wants him out. 
Not that he's like arrogant and that's why he sent him in and he deserved it and da da da. Because Wes calling someone arrogant is so rich to me. Like, how can Wes call somebody arrogant when that's literally his trademark? That's part of his brand. Wes has been an arrogant since the day he yeah. came onto the show, you know, since the day he was on the real world. I feel like he should be able to relate to Jordan more, like one arrogant person to another, you know, as opposed to seeing it in such a negative. That's a good point. Ooh, we've got Adam in here. Adam is someone who I believe I have fought Woo! with a couple times on Challenge Fans. We've sparred a little bit. He's in here to, he's in here at the perfect time about with what we're about to talk about. I know that Adam's, I don't think Adam's much of a Nelson fan. Um, seems like Jordan could have beat Bear. Bear looked very defeated. But we don't know he, if he Jordan started. Do you think the, Jordan could have beat Bear? Is, last what if night? Bear had gone in there as a house nominee, so he knew he was going in? He would have been in the right headspace going into the elimination, as opposed to what he looked like last night. If it was maybe Jordan the house nominee, and then Bear was blindsided against Jordan, I think Jordan would have had a good shot because Bear was very checked out. He had the exact mm. same glazed over look that Wes had when he got blindsided. It was almost identical. Yeah. Well, that's because Bear knew that he was up against just a total beast, and he probably didn't. Yeah, have a I definitely don't think that that's exactly what, what it was. Like, no, he wants to go. No, I don't think that's what it was at all. Johnny, no. we have, um, <laughs> we have been. You have been all stalling right, let's for get long to it, enough, you guys. We got, we got Nelson standing in the ring opposite Bear. Hit it, Jonathan I Davis. I was so. Oh, oh my god. I can't. The music Here comes on right. We're setting Let's the set scene, the you guys. Scene. You've got Nelson Thomas, eight and one in eliminations. The Terminator. He's staring down Stephen Bear. Bear has been blindsided. Much like Wes was blindsided on War of the Worlds two when Bear defeated him. Bear is staring his maker in the eye. He knows that he My God, is going so to dramatic. the sunken This is place. like a monologue okay? for some sort of zombie movie. Thank you. Kayla, Bear's hey, love interest, off. We is can't standing have more up than there, 15 seconds looking miserable because she knows. Oh, snap. Yeah, good call. <laughs> Sorry, I ruined I'm, I'm, Zach's moment. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, that, I, that honestly went longer than I thought it would. But um, Guys, if you're listening to the audio so of this, please come watch the I video just, because you have to see Zach's face while he's uh, reading out this tribute to his love of his life. It's... it's if you it's love pretty, Nelson pretty so much, why don't um, you marry him? <laughs> so, look, let's talk about the music. This was such a fucking awesome music cue. Okay, no, for, no, no, I actually, Shani, I actually did notice this song. I did, no just... this, I did notice this. I don't know what song this was, but I thought it was phenomenal for the moment. The lyrics were perfect. So, yeah, it was, it was just, a, it was it a was vibe. A, it was right? an absolute That's vibe, That's what the kids yeah. are saying. It was, it was a vibe. It was a whole mood. And um, this is... <laughs> One of the things that I like to talk about on this show is the impact of the cultural impact of MTV as a whole. Um, so back in the day in 1999, wow. when this was 1998 into 1999, when Freak on a Leash was a single, this was so major. This, this that was back in the day on TRL. When you think about TRL, you think about boy bands, you think about Britney Spears, but that was the cool thing about that age of music is that there was a wide variety of what was popular, what was popular on the radio. That song was number one on TRL was it? for a long time to the point that it almost got retired. That was a legendary music video that defined a, a huge generation of people coming up. And it's just one of those things when I hear that, I instantly think about that. I think about 
I think about late '90s MTV TRL. TRL was so like, cool. I think about that music video with the the animation and the bullet floating through real life and and animation. It was just very cool. And but so the thing that was cool about the episode last night, we already talked about how they played Machine Head by Bush, and then they played Freak on a Leash by Corn, and these are the two bands that headlined the East Stage on night one of Woodstock 1999, which for me was a major cultural event. It was streamed live on pay-per-view and on MTV. And there was, uh, there was four straight days of coverage, you know, going through the event nonstop. And those, I go back and watch stuff from that. I didn't even know there was a Woodstock in 1999. The Bush set. (laughs) Oh, Shawnee, stop it. So that, I thought that was, that was so funny to see both of those bands feature because they, yeah, they, you know, played back to back with each other in that, uh, on that night, it's it's. If you guys want to go back and watch it, Gavin Rosso's got a shirt off the whole time. It's uh, it's really a good, it's, it's um, good watch. Yeah, I didn't even know there was a Woodstock in '99, but that's very interesting to note. Well, what? that's How weird that you didn't I know was that in '99. You know, I the, was, I was like seven well, years was, old. It was a very famous event. But I was you know, seven the fires years old. And the riots that started after you know. I was you, like a little. I was okay, like a little. Well. You know, kid running around. Just doing my own thing over here in Los Angeles. I'm not that much older than you. Yeah, but those are formidable years. Those are uh, years that really leave an impact. You know what I mean? If you're if you're in middle school when something like that happens, it's a big difference than when you're seven and that happens. Greg, Greg, uh, Greg says he still can't believe that the corn's from Bakersfield. I, I've got buddies who have driven through Bakersfield, California before. They said it's it's uh, it's literally not the, the shittiest fucking town. I, that's, it's don't ever go there. There's no reason to go to Bakersfield. There is yeah. a town though on the way to Santa Barbara that has a bunch of Danish bakeries. Where are they? Dutch bakeries. It's called Solvang, <laughs> and uh, it's I, I highly recommend it. This, yeah, yeah, it's like a town. <laughs> okay. Oh my god, that's, that's, really good that's bakery. A, that's a hot tip. Okay, so. We got the elimination, Nelson versus Bear. Yes, so. But before, before we get the into mood. the elimination, right when it starts, Zach, this is when we have the huge fuck up from Swaggy because he's talking to Josh and Josh is saying how Bear was yep. blindsided and da 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 da. And Swaggy is persistent about the fact that Wes was telling everyone all day, I knew Bear was going to go in. He's been saying he's going to send in Bear all day, da 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 da. And this is one of the biggest political faux pas i've seen in a long time i mean this was a really bad move on swaggy's part and i think it's going to end up biting him big time in the ass because he just revealed openly that he's working with wes and people are catching the fuck on they're like shit swag is working with wes he's got to go in next week that's a big target on your back now and he was under the radar before some people were laughing at josh saying that he doesn't have you know the stroke to rally those votes, but I thought I thought it was I would have done the same thing. Like it was, but that was you a, don't need a great you don't need to, to have because, the yeah. sway to rally votes when you have that big of a bomb that you can drop, right? If you just announce, well, Swaggy's working with West, yeah. do we want to give him more power? That exposes Swaggy in the open and, and easily makes him a target for everyone. So he doesn't Josh doesn't have to do much work there in order to rally the votes, right? You just let people know what's going on. That's a that's I mean that's beautiful. Yeah, Josh, Josh caught him. I mean, hey, Josh is a Big Brother winner. I don't watch Big Brother. I don't know anything, but I would assume that that's kind of impressive. You, you have do. to be somewhat strategically savvy. You, you have to have an understanding of how if votes you, work and where they go. If and, you watch like, the, the first couple episodes of, of Big Brother of his season, it is shocking that he ended up winning after those first couple episodes because people hated him the first week or so. I mean, it was bad. It mm. was bad. I... <laughs> 
I, I love what Christian just said. If you get finessed <laughs> by Josh, you're in trouble. That's a good okay, way to Okay, so Nelson ends up like winning that. round one. He does very well here. I was confused why Bear at no point attempts to do the strategy of getting his head underneath. Like, he's always on top of Nelson, and he at one point gets it, but he doesn't keep it. It was weird to me. It seemed like that's what Bear was trying to go for, the over-the-head strategy. And I'm like, that's not smart at all. Nelson just, he, it's really about who can get that leverage first. And Nelson, he got the, he got the leverage first. And I don't even, I can't even say that it's, it's like an experience thing. Cause bears already won a pole wrestle. He's already done a pole wrestle against Gus. I mean, let's relax. A That's very not really a pole, pole wrestle. wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a very memorable pole wrestle, but, um, Nelson got underneath him. And he just showed that he's really fucking strong. Because Bear, Bear is no I don't really slouch. think that's Bear what that showed. Bear was not in, in great headspace. And he was doing so poorly. His strategy was horrible. It's not like he was getting his full strength on there. Well, because Nelson was beating him in the physical battle and the mental battle. As he beats God. most of his opponents. Um, so, at this point, I'm watching. I'm like, come on. Come on, Nelly. Come on, Nelly. You got this. Come on, man. Nelly, you got this, man. Let's go. And uh, sure enough, he rips that. Yes, rips congratulations, that Nelson. There. You beat Bear. And at that point, at that point, at, well, that was only round one, Shawnee. And at that point, you could feel it coming. You could, you could, you were thinking, I don't know if Bear can hold up against this kind of onslaught. You know what? What's he got left in the tank? And sure enough, went back in there. Nelly T. But this, like, of all of Nelson's again, wins, you really want to promote this them. one as, like, a super high up there win? Oh, yeah. F hey, physical elimination. Yeah, and but Nelson has had so many more. Like, this, to me, this is one of Nelson's weaker wins. He's had so many better wins against better competition. Bear was not in the right the headspace. Look at, look at the way he was looking. He was miserable out there. He wasn't trying for shit. He was miserable because he's like, shit, I wish I would have gotten put up against someone. No, he just didn't want to go in at all. It had nothing to go to do with going in against Nelson. What, what was the – Nelson had a great line too about it. What, what was the line Nelson said about Bear? Uh, he, he, said, he said some kind know, of Bear But line. I probably didn't like it. <laughs> so, yeah, Nelson at the end after he wins, he's sitting there talking. Didn't even Michelle break a already said it. Like, <laughs> Nelson, yeah, didn't even break a sweat. Oh yeah, no. What Corey asked him like, "Like you boss. didn't sweat, bro, or something okay. like that?" And Nelson's like, "Nah, I didn't even break a sweat. It's fucking yep. hilarious." And honestly, all the and this was this was an edit similar to the CTJ elimination episode where they laid it on so thick on CT talking about how great CT is that it almost felt like, "Oh shit, CT might lose this just just to rip the rug out from under, under everyone." Really? That's what the edit did with Nelson this episode. They made him so no, like they showed him being I, such a fool. No, right? I really No, no, it was like the opposite. Was, they're they're like, "Oh god, Nelson, Nelson, this Nelson." Was like Nelson. so far from that cuz they didn't they weren't talking about Nelson being a bad competitor at all. They like in the other one they were hyping CT up as like this beast. In this one they were just saying Nelson is stupid like as his moves. Uh, yeah, I think they were just giving you a lot of Yeah, but none of them were related Nelson. to his just performances. Like, oh, you're great, none of them, you're none of them were here. like foreshadowing him leaving because Well, people like us know that. No, everybody knows people that like they weren't us talking. Who watch the show know that, they but other people who watch know. the show, they equate it all to no, Nelson not, not being good at anything. No, that's not all what's going on in the edit. That's not all what happened. Anyways, Oh, put Bear in hibernation. 
And he called him a teddy bear. Whatever. It actually pisses Beautiful. me off that Nelson beats Bear after this episode where Nelson goes on this horrible fucking rampage towards Kayla. Uh, yeah. It's not... No. Well, Johnny. That's the beautiful thing about the challenge because you can say whatever you want. You can dig whatever holes for yourself that you want. But the bottom line is that the show and the game is decided by who can step down in the ring and who can overcome. And Nelson has overcome nine times to only one loss. I think let's count the other one. Eliminations because no, we do not talk about redemption in here. And also, let's not forget that he drew a tie in a physical elimination against Darrell, one of the greatest. Yes, of that all was time. impressive. Almost that universally put on everyone's top five list. Nelson Thomas has defeated. He's great at eliminations. I'm not like going to take that away Brad. from you. But where is his challenge win, okay. Zach? He is. Where is he his season win? Names like how, Corey. At, at a certain point, how much Bear. does eliminations matter if you cannot make it to a final and win a final? You know, where's Hunter. the money? He's not making. How many cha- how many champs making, is Nelson eliminated? So, I got Brad okay, and Hunter. That's that's champs, two but he's champs not right becoming there. a champ. He's becoming a champ this season. What are you talking about? He's going to win. I don't see it happening. Are you guys kidding me? Nobody's taking it's him out. Stupid He's going to gonna win this season. <laughs> I feel bad saying that, actually. I'm going to take that back. I take that back. Johnny, I rescind I, that I, comment. I rescind it. I, I rescind it. I am just appalled. I am so appalled. See? I agree with Irving. Let's <laughs> Irving move on just... from Nelson. I have really turned Irving off. Uh, You've with, turned with, me with off Nelson from Nelson with your days. Nelson love. But you know what? I used to I used to like him more than I do now. I'm just speaking on facts. I'm speaking on facts. And if you want to shut me up, there's only one way to do it. Get, Get down, down, to down it, in the ring. Smoke. Or once again, I forget what purgatory. they're calling this year. Purgatory, I think. Get down in purgatory and try and take Nelson out yourself. Because nine people have tried. Ten people have tried. And nine have failed. Only one has succeeded. Who? And honestly, I don't even who did he? Yeah, I was, I was about to say, who did he? Who did in elimination. <laughs> That's how inconsequential oh, it was. Oh, please. Oh, please. I don't, I don't, I don't um, know who right, beat guys, him on so three. I don't think it was, was it cousin, cousin. Was it cousin I Jamie? I actually I don't really have no idea. Um, so next week's preview, we got Swaggy and Josh fighting. I'm fucking excited for this fight. I don't know about you, but this looks like a good fight. This is like a fight I want to watch. Yvette, I'll bet the deed to my house that Nelson wins this season. How about that? Pink slip Zach, on my house that Nelson do, wins this season. That's do how not bet the deed of your house. That's crazy. The market is so low right now. It's worth nothing. <laughs> I will put my son out on the streets. Yo, let's clip this. If Nelson <laughs> loses I'm this clipping season. this for when Nelson loses. That wow, is the how confidence confident is, I am. Uh, it's bountiful. I want him to come on our show so bad. I I, I try. I, I tried. need to try again. I'm, I've been so I'm busy really this week. We I want him to come on our show. Really, and but Zach, like, be... what do you say about Survivor recap on Sunday? Are you free? Um. <laughs> no. Well, right, maybe we'll at some point. No, I don't want to do earlier. earlier. <laughs> Fuck earlier. Fuck earlier. We'll talk. We'll talk. I don't like earlier. We'll get you guys a Survivor recap. I've had so many messages about that. It's been ridiculous. It's hilarious. You guys are. You guys are honestly awesome. If you don't watch Survivor yet. We've turned on so many people to Survivor, Zach. I don't know if you know this. We've gotten so many people watching. I get messages from people. I can't believe I haven't been watching Survivor. Uh, like, so happy I started. Whoa, this show is amazing. Because it's fucking good, you guys. It's fucking good. It's absolutely good. So, 
we'll have a talk about it. But I really want to. No, nobody messages me that. Nobody's like, Zach, thank you for all these nice things. You know, nobody messaged me. Nobody was like, Zach, when you when you told Jenny that you thought she was five six and you were right, that was super impressive. Where where are my? Um, I don't my know, but at? I don't know if you guys saw the challenge height truther on Twitter. Um, somebody posted about them on Reddit. Very high praise for them. We don't know who the high truther is, you guys, but wow, what an Still account! Know you know is. what I'm saying? What an account! He hasn't he, posted do in we a even little know bit. I'm he? interested we know to it's see he? what he's going to come back with. Why are you being sexist, Zach? It could be a girl. Sorry, I didn't want. I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be assuming yeah, the height truth so is gender. Zach. Like wow, that. that was not cool. Wow. Anyways, you guys heard it here first. If Nelson loses, I I forfeit the deed to my house. It'll be great. Um, Wait, do you forfeit it to me? To do you forfeit it to me? Who do you give it to? And oh, damn uh, it. I think okay. I got Yvette. All right. Well, Yvette will get that. Yvette, enjoy the house, so Yvette. Yvette. Yeah, let me know how um, it goes. If you need redecoration tips, I'm your girl. Uh, we'll see you guys. All right, we love you guys. Sometime. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. As usual, this episode is sponsored by Stitcher Premium. You can go to stitcher.com forward slash premium and sign up for your monthly plan. You get a free month off using promo code Saniac. Oh my God, that's so amazing. I'm going to go do that right now. Absolutely, you will. That's what you should do. We've got a few new designs up on the merch store at saniacstore.com. You can check that out there. As usual, all of our amazing written content is going down on saniacpodcast.com. We've been updating episodes as well on there, so everything has been pretty much up to date. You can check all that out. We'll have the Cyrus. Yes. Oh, and rate us on iTunes. iTunes. Okay, we need more five-star ratings, you guys. Please do not go lower than that. We know some of you guys think Zach is only a one-star, but with me being a ten-star, it just averages out to five. So please give us five-star ratings on iTunes. Leave us your comments and your thoughts on there. It really means a lot to us. We love you so much, and follow us on all the social media. Love everyone. Love the comments. Good fire. Go Nelson. Nelson. Fuck Nelson. Fuck Nelson. Fuck. I'm rooting for Kyle and Melissa. That's who I'm rooting for this season, ladies and gents. That is my new favorite duo.